Now entering Nerdist.com. You made it weird. You made it weird. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird. You made it weird. Yes, you did. You made it weird. Oh, yeah. You made it weird with Pete Holmes. What's up, weirdos? It's it's me, Peter, the host of this show, and uh, I'm recording to you from my hotel in New York City. And tomorrow, either the world ends or you listen to this podcast. I'm not sure which it is. And if you are in New York City and you are listening to this on the day it comes out, December 21st, Friday, 2012, Mayan style, come to the Gramercy tonight. I really want to see some weirdos. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a Christmas celebration. Christmas, Christmas. It's a Christmas miracle. We're all still here. Uh, it's going to be a great show. I'm very excited. Joe DeRosa is going to be opening up. A uh, very funny guy from Boston, Joe List, will be also there trying to get Mulaney to pop in. We'll see what happens. It's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a holiday delight. That's, dare I say. And I did. And I stick by it. Uh, I am very excited about this episode. It's a wonderful episode. Matt Bronger finally on the show. It was weird. It was very riffy and silly. And we haven't had one of those in a while. I'm so glad that uh, Matt was able to do it. Um, right up top, though, we are putting together... This might be a book. I think it might be a book. It might be a CD. It might be a book that comes with a CD. I don't know. Or a download. Um, but we're trying to get the best moments from this show. And that's a daunting task. There's, uh, As you know, this is the 112th episode, I believe. So that's a lot of time. And I want to make sure that all your favorite moments are uh, represented in whatever this ends up being. So, if you have a favorite moment, uh, this is all explained on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash you made it weird. Um, please email comedysexgod at gmail. Tell us what your favorite moment was, when it was, and what episode, and if it falls into a category comedy, sex, or God. Comedy meaning like stand-up theory, comedy theory, anything that made you laugh. Sex meaning relationships, love, divorce, pain, heartbreak, all that sort of stuff. Anything that moved you, anything that was compelling, anything that was interesting, anything that basically you think should be written down, that it would be fun to kind of read again or give to a loved one. Uh, and then God, of course, any of, any of the spiritual stuff. It's, it doesn't have to be dialogue. If it's dialogue, write it out as dialogue. If it's uh, just me talking, that's totally fine as well. If it's something that was a small idea that you think could be expounded on, whatever you think should be in the comedy sex god uh, family of whatever this is going to be. Maybe a book, maybe a seven-inch vinyl, three of them. Who knows? I, I don't know. But I want to see what shape it takes once we start seeing these. And people have already been emailing in, and I'm very, very appreciative. And if we end up using uh, your poll... Um, we will uh, we'll put your name in the credits. We will put your name in the credits of whatever this ends up being. There'll be a nice little section of thank yous, and you'll see your name in print there. So please help us out. Really, really appreciate those who have so far. And uh, get into it if you want to. It could be from this episode. Something grabs you, transcribe it, or, or tell us when it was. Transcribing is if you're nasty. Uh, we appreciate it. ComedySexGod at Gmail. Uh, other dates, other tour dates coming up. Uh, we got a couple new ones. February 1 and 2, San Francisco Sketch Fest. We got a live You Made It Weird again at Cobbs, February 2nd uh, in San Fran. That's going to be awesome. The last one was just nonsense, and this one's going to be even more nonsense. I really hope you can be there. Have some white wine. Have some laughs, and uh, do it live. Do it and let them watch us do it. Uh, February 21 to 23rd, I'll be in Madison, Wisconsin, back at Comedy, Comedy Club on State. March 9th, Grand Rapids, Michigan, for the Gilda's Laugh Fest. That's going to be great. Joe McHale will be there. Chris Hardwick will be there. Uh, April, that's way too far to plug that but I will. April 24th through 27th, I'll be in Austin for the Moon Tower Festival. 
Uh, that's it, everybody. The, the sponsor is ProFlowers.com, which is perfect for the holidays. I'm so glad these guys are our sponsor because I use them all the time. As I say every time, it's so easy to look thoughtful, especially with the elderly. They, they love flowers, and they think they're difficult to get, and they're not. You just go to ProFlowers.com, click on the microphone, type in homes. You got all sorts of deals and discounts coming your way just for being a weirdo, just for listening to the show. And this is a, this is a way to support the show. Send some flowers to a loved one, to somebody that you've got on your holiday gift list, on your Christmas gift list. Send them some flowers. Send them. You just send them. Click the link and send some flowers. Uh, it's a wonderful service. I use it. I love it. And I'm proud that we get to give uh, discounts out to the listeners. So get on there. Proflowers.com or 1-800-PROFLOWERS. Mention Holmes or type in Holmes. Get a discount and get into it if you're nasty. Show somebody that you love that you love them and maybe write that on the card. Maybe be like, I love you in the card. Like, I really love you. These flowers are guaranteed fresh. And so is my love for you. You can use that. You can have that for free. Free podcast, free flower note. Uh, enjoy Matt Bronger, everybody. Hope to see you at the Gramercy East Coast Weirdos. Till next time. Oh, we're taking a small break over the holiday, which, which stinks. But we'll be back with a force. As I mentioned in this episode, Aziz just did it. Uh, we got some really good episodes coming up. So that'll be in the new year if we all don't die. Which we won't. Don't worry. It'll be okay. Okay, bye, everybody. But I'm like that, too. If I go somewhere new, I'll look for where it's a, a good place to eat. Why not? That's what the internet's for, but... Yeah, but, you know, like, I was just in your hometown, Portland, and I did not eat, like, the... What are you supposed to eat? There's, like, a there's like a burger that has cheese on the inside, or is that just Ian Carmel's bit? That's Ian, Well, there's a ton, There's so many. The food in Portland is so unhealthy now. I but. can't do it. We actually found, me and Chris Thayer were there, and we ate at a raw vegan place every day. Really? Just because we knew the evening would take some horrible turn. That's great. And it did. Mm-hmm. It did every day. Sure. I was very, very happy in Portland. I really, I, I feel, uh, I, it's so, not, I, well, what is it? It's rainy a yeah. little bit, and I like that. Me too. I know people from there are like, we have 300 days of sunshine, or whatever. Like, they'll know the statistic. Yeah, 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 But, like, fuck it, man. Embrace it. It's 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 overcast. It looks like act one of Harry Potter. Like, I'm about to be <laughs> discovered by a wizard. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. I don't want to be discovered yet. I want to live in this town. And mm-hmm. people people there seem to want to be there. You know what I mean? Oh, they love it. Yeah, they the don't hometown want to pride is very strong there. At Los but, Angeles is different. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Portland is a place people live there, make a living there to live there, like yes. San Francisco, like New York. Yes. yes. Whereas Los Angeles, though I love it very much, is like a place where uh, a lot of people just have to be here. You know, like yeah. generally speaking, we have to be here, which I'm now fine with. But yes. you know, do you like it now? Are we going? Yeah, we are. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know because we were talking. You know, only because we're trying we're saying, to sabotage. Only because oh, we're the saying, shit like, talk. Like, at don't the waste beginning. it. Don't waste it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. You didn't record the the little touch of shit we would talk. To I don't mind a shit talk. I'll do it on here, but you, I just didn't know. No, I know. We we're just like don't you let's not waste great, it. Yeah, you had a great Chris Hardwick dig, which I think is very funny. I think it's worth setting you up like a talk. Say, uh, well, I understand you have a funny Chris Hardwick. Thing. I love Chris Hardwick, but I did say like, what you, so a, funny. a nerd with five hundred dollars French, je- French, French jeans. jeans. Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> when I see he's Chris, a, it makes me want to dress better. He's such a handsome, wealthy man. He's if you drew him in Pictionary, <laughs> would you yeah. guess nerd? You'd no. guess gorgeous man. Yeah, you would guess Richie Rich in his forties. <laughs> oh. I'm saying young forties, oh, handsome forties. 
No, you know, I wasn't groaning like, at the four. Yeah. I was groaning at the laser accuracy and that just, you you were slicing yeah. and dicing and in I, a beautiful way. I know some some accurate and fat teenager is going to stab me yes. in the street because I said no, that, no, no. They're they're not a violent <laughs> no. group. They're not a violent. There's got to be one of them. One of them sharpening knives. You know what's funny is I. I don't know if you had resentment that I never asked you to be on the show because we're chums. Yeah, I kind of wondered. Yeah, yeah, well, that's okay. Let's I'll talk be about honest. it. Because yeah. I wonder why Chris doesn't ask me to do Nerdist. Yeah, man. Hey. Hey. We know he's going to listen to this because we just burned his jeans. Sure. So listen up. And hard. they are some sweet jeans. Listen up, hard. I have a firm <laughs> position. Yeah. I'm wearing pretty expensive. I like good jeans. I think maybe it's because you have such a successful podcast. Yes. Yourself. Yes. It's almost like I, I went to school with this guy named Andre who was always talking about he – w- he would compliment himself all the time. Eric Andre the Giant? No, that wasn't – God, if only. No, he uh, – I went to college with Eric Andre. The Giant. The Giant. Um, <laughs> no, no. And, and, and he once – we were – at one point, I think we were all stoned and we were all like, you know what you're good at? We got like, this big love fest. And he's like, how come no one said anything about me? And we're like, you give yourself enough compliments. So I think in his mind, uh, Chris's mind is probably like, oh, you have a podcast. Yeah. You don't need mine maybe? Jesus, Brunger. I actually I, – I don't, I don't think it's from a negative place. No, I, no, no. It's not negative. But I think you're completely right. I don't right. mean it's negative. I mean oh, I no, just no, think, no. you know. Chris yeah. is now just – he's like the Elijah of this episode and it's Passover because uh, that seat is empty but we know. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically talking to the the boss man, who I'm very grateful to. Yeah, but I do believe on the list of people that he's going to have on the show, you don't te- typically go, "Oh, let's have the guy that's doing fine with his own podcast." Yeah, you know what? Pete needs more podcasting. Yeah, I don't think that's the case. No, found found my group. Okay, but I would like to steal some of his group sure. into my group. <laughs> he's got a big group. Oh yeah, how much bigger is his group? What's he get? Two fifty? Yeah. Fuck him. Wow. Because in the good way, in that way that you want yeah. someone to say, fuck him. Yeah, like it's when you amazing. walk by an attractive person, you're like, oh, yeah. fuck that guy. Fuck you. You know? That's a great compliment. Yeah. You see a broad that's real smoking, oh, and you go, the fuck, fuck you. Go to hell. Yeah. Get out of here. I find it. I do. When I, when I see like a girl yes. that's dressed semi-scantily and very, and very attractive, yes. I walk by, and to myself, I go, get out of here with that. Yes, that's great. Get, get out of here. I love that. What are you doing? Can I? Let's talk about that. Yeah. I, one time in therapy, Dr. Gary Penn, his book is available now. <laughs> He's so good. He's a fucking modern day shaman. He, I don't know. Not a shaman. I, thought, uh, I, I wasn't sure if you were, you were pseudo bragging just now. Oh, no. Because, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to plug his book. Oh, okay. I'm actually okay. so grateful to okay. Dr. Gary Penn yeah. that every, I, I told him, he didn't ask. He, if he asked me, that would be really inappropriate. Right, right. But I told him, I was like, you come up on the show so much that I've decided he can't say my name, mm, but yeah. I can say his name. Sure. And then I can plug his book. Yeah. So I was talking, I was in, um, okay, so you know over here on Sunset, uh, near the fact, Laugh Factory, there's that chase and there's a, a, a couple sushi pl- it doesn't matter but yeah. there's like this little area you go in and I was in there and I was in this place and there's, there's uh, this broad and I say broad so lovingly I love women just all day I just sure. love women <laughs> all day I'm loving women yeah me too I feel like this is going to be a, make it weird this is going to be a sex charge episode because uh-huh. it's been a while for old Petey oh, okay. oh, it's a, not, not in a bad way I'm just mm-hmm. like you feel alive. Yeah, yeah. I feel alive. I actually just Googled tantric sex because I was like, Ugh. when you come, I know it's weird, but when you come, yeah. you're done. Yeah. So I saw a documentary about tantric sex or, or a moment of it was about tantric sex. And I was like, that's interesting to me. Now, I don't mm. want to give myself blue balls. No. And I'm not even saying I'm going to do this. But I was interested in the position. A woman gains from sex. This is me talking, not the sure. documentary. She gains. Mm-hmm. 
something happens and she has more. I'm not talking about the guy coming in her. I'm talking about like she didn't lose anything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nutrients. Sure. She's gained. She's in a, a new state. Huh. And uh, and I I've never been a woman or had a female orgasm, but I from my research. Sure. <laughs> they're never like, oh, sex is gross now. Where sometimes I can uh, be done. And then I'm like, well, it's like eating a big meal. Get now, the fuck out. Yeah, yeah man, you're no, like, not get out. <laughs> get out. I don't want you around anymore. <laughs> Things are different now. They're very different. <laughs> Scram. Beat it. Fucking the fire escape Come is on. over there. Not at all. No, no. In fact, I'm a cuddle Making monster. Making a mean, Love misogynist a joke yeah. right there. No. Oh, don't, don't. You're in a safe place. Nobody would think you were serious. You never know. I'm just saying. Yeah, but you're in the. I'm tr- not going to be saying disclaimers. This you're whole in show. the trust house. Okay. You're in my house. Okay. You're at my dinner, <laughs> and everyone knows the rules of the dinner. Yes, for sure. You're safe here. Yes. Um, I want to live on this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> is that possible? <laughs> so anyway, the idea. So okay, I'm sorry to start so filthy. I told you it was going to be sex charge. Let's talk about fucking. Let's talk about fucking. You. It's like a big meal. So the idea of tantric being like you go to the big meal, you smell it. You touch it, maybe you put it in your mouth. But maybe. You you, <laughs> maybe it's a meal. <laughs> but you don't swallow it, is my point. Oh, now you're talking about sex. No, I'm talking about the meal. The meal being sex. Right. And the tantric person ah. puts it in their mouth, but they're just tasting the wine. They're not swallowing yes. it. Oh. So then you don't get full. Because yeah. fucking horny Pete, he has a mustache and, an, and a, like your incorporation, an open robe. An open robe. He's got an open robe. That's, a my phrase. Co- that's my company. I love that phrase. I stole it from you. I, I say open robe all the time. I love it. It's such a funny idea. Yeah. Thanks. Got it from you. Uh, open robe, pearl-handled handgun, shag carpet. I'm an exciting guy. I have a speedboat. Yeah. I have a Segway, and I only ride it indoors. Sure. I have a pet puma. Mm-hmm. I'm fun. And then I come... And then I'm Angela Lansbury. <laughs> well, see, the thing is, I, I feel like with with tantric sex, if you're doing if you, if you're doing it for hours and hours and hours, a who has the time? B yes, uh, it's it's I I like that there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. Yeah, a little Just, narrative. It, it's almost like you say, like a meal. If a guy's walking around all day with a bag of hot dogs, I don't like that guy. You know, he's always eating. You know, it's like I, I don't, I don't want to f- hang out with him. And it's like I feel like people that if, if there is a tantric guy, when I think a tantric guy, yep. I think a real thin yoga guy. Sure, of course, because there's tantric yoga. Who can just well. in his mind say boner, and he has an instant boner. Yeah, no boner, and it goes away. And he's kind and of not, he's, he's kind of a superhero, uh-huh. and therefore he's kind of a fucking weirdo, and I don't want to be around him. Yes. you know, I don't, I don't feel, I feel like everything he he thinks or says is a sexual analogy. Yes, and. I don't know. I don't want to say anyone who does tantric sex is annoying. I don't think anyone that does tantric sex li- but listens to the show. I, and it's, it's <laughs> well, just, I hope I've so. Known, there I've, known a, I've talked about tantric sex with a lot of women, and most of them just say, like, I don't want it to go that long. Like, I want to get... It's because we're not sting, I, isn't it? Nah, you, maybe. But I also feel like, just like if you like sting, you don't want a sting concert to go forever either. He just keeps stinging you. Keeps stinging. Yeah. You know? But it, he dreams of rain. Ule balule. The funniest Family Guy bit of all time <laughs> is they do a cutaway and they go like, I only, something, 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 not like Sting where you can only understand the last four words. 
And then it cuts to a stick concert and goes, It was the funniest thing That's great. I've ever seen in my life. That's I rewound it, you know, TiVo style. Yeah. 18, I just couldn't stop watching it. And they call it back at the end because they knew. They knew what they had done. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, it's, just such a, it's just such a different person coming. Changes the channel. Mm-hmm. You're different now, and then I miss that. I look. I like. I like coming. I like being done. I like the narrative. Yeah, it always ends the same. Sure, there it is. Mm-hmm. The end. Yeah. In conclusion. Right. Right. <laughs> now get out. I'm done. Get out. <laughs> it's a free podcast. You know, people they don't pay for this. No, we're two professionals. Yeah, <laughs> and we took time. <laughs> Out of our day, mm-hmm. a long time sometimes. Yeah, but I think that's a beautiful thing. You the, know, the podcast. Yeah, the I like I, I, I like that a lot of my friends have. You know, like Dwyer and I did one for a year that you were on, mm-hmm. and then we then we stopped because mm-hmm. it was like let's just do it a year and just it's interesting hit it and quit it. And I feel like I you know I love the fact that a lot of my friends are still doing them, and I I can't keep up with all of them. Yeah, but I it. it I've I've started I stopped listening to him for a while and then I started up again recently because I feel like it's just it's it, it lets the pressure out for yes. me because I I I've just been I don't know what it, like the last couple of months have been a high anxiety and I feel like okay this person is this person is talking to me you know I'm listening to this yeah. person talk even though I'm not talking it soothes you yeah and I feel like that's good that my friends provide that service uh, you know I was just thinking about. I got this from Tony Robbins, and I'm not ashamed of that. Sure, I know you love him. I do love him. Yeah, I don't give a. I fuck. can tell. It's embarrassing. It's all right. He's so he's such a he's like he. I believe Tony Robbins is aware of his embarrassing quality. Sure, and like plays into it, and I think he's a genius. Yeah. Well, he, we me make a living going town to town. Yeah. And making crowds of drinking people laugh. Yeah. For, uh, far be it for me to judge someone that motivates others. Yeah. For money. Yeah. Sure. I understand it. T. Robbs. Old T. Rob says sure. that uh, I can't. I don't know if I can list all of them, but uh, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> You're just sitting there with a list of like a hundred things. No, it's no. Fine. Wait, 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 wait. Like the Stone guy who won't stop playing the whole Pink Floyd album. Listen to this song. You've never heard Animals. Just listen to this song. You know when people make you a mix and they just kept, back in the day when it would be on a CD yeah. and they're like you got to hear the next song. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you got to. And this one goes right into listen you're going to hear it. Or, and like you just hear the first 10 seconds yeah. of every yeah. song. <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Jared. Stop. <laughs> so the five things you need for happiness. Okay. I have it on a post-it note on my printer. One is uh certainty. You want to know that you have a home, food coming, okay, a yeah. car, you sure. know, a little stability. The other one is uncertainty. What, but what really, really means is variety. You want, yeah, the day, un- the day, unknown days to poss- be different. Possibility. This is why we can talk about why being a stand up is all of these things. It's uh-huh. a, it's a wonderful profession to lot. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of I'm sure sad, depressed comedians, but uh, right there you can get certainty from it, and you can also get the variety of it. Even yeah. though it's the same job, takes you to Melbourne, it takes you to Korea, it takes you all over the place. It's got a lot of variety. Uh, the uncertainty is is much higher, I would argue, than most professions. Yes, of course. You know, it's like being a firefighter or something. I'm just Fuck, saying. I like, just thought I, in my mind I said. I should say firefighter, but I won't say firefighter. Isn't that funny? Because I thought I'd make the stupid joke, yeah, what, it's always fire. 
You, you know what I mean? Uh, but it's like there's different kinds of fire. Sure there are. So that's, it's a finer we point. We just did a call. Though the fire was only in their closet. Yeah, exactly. being a fire. And you know those old guys are just like, yeah, we, uh, but we broke into this house. There was fire everywhere. We, f- we got the kids out. And I yeah. was like, all done. I open a shoebox. Fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my face. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, some yeah. weird way. Uh, yeah. Air pocket and the head. shoes walked around the room on fire. <laughs> yeah. I've never seen that. Never. Then they make a healthy meal. Yeah. <laughs> Together, like mm-hmm. friends. Turkey Commun- chili. Community. Uh, ooh, turkey chill. Mm-hmm. Uh, significance. Um, love. You need, like, uh, attention, like love. Another thing you get from stand-up. Yeah. Uh, and then the reason I brought this up, well, contribution was one of them, a big one. The people yeah. that have all the money in the world, your Oprahs, for example, figure out pretty quickly that giving uh, makes you feel good. Now, I'm, I'm about to step into the lofty loft. Let's climb up this loft. It's my lofty loft. But when people say that this show helps them or whatever, yeah. that makes me happy. Sure. So that's why you do it for free. I mean, yeah. I don't. When I say it's a free podcast, I'm being cute. But it's it's the most important thing I've done with my life. You're I think. putting you're throwing something out there in the ether that you don't know uh, how it's affecting anyone. Mm-hmm. Anyone. But at the same time, you're not on here going, "No, I love bitches with tits." Right, right everybody. Right right, right, right. Big ones. Right. Hey, where you're you're ex- you're. Ex- Exercising your stupid id, yes. you know. You're, I mean, I, I feel like we we laugh at shit and we make it fun. You yes, know? yes. So that that's the difference to me. Rather than it is a positive podcast of yeah, you know, it, not to judge other podcasts. No, but the, you know what I'm the, saying. The tit, Broads with Tits podcast is number three on iTunes. It's a great. Podcast. <sighs> and I'm sorry I started it, and we're in our guys. So listen in. Uh, we're on we're on episode uh, fifteen thousand three hundred fifty two. We're on Death Squad. It's Check us the, out. <laughs> Please, please, please check out tits with bitches. No, I, it is. I, I spent, I spent yesterday unloading. Uh, well, not yesterday, but like two hours yesterday unloading a semi truck full of huggies for an organization that gives diapers to poor people. Is that a sex euphemism? And yeah, I unloaded her entire semi. I took out all her huggies. Of huggies. How do you take out onto homeless people? Onto poor people, and then said, "Get out." It's the only way I can get, get out. Off. Get out. What do you make in a year? $300. (laughs) (laughs) No, so it's, and it's one of those things, I did it and I felt so good the rest of the day, it felt almost selfish. Yeah. You know, that's that's the only reason I bring it up. No, that is the great secret. Uh, uh, In that movie that I'm always referencing, it's called Happy, it's a documentary. They talk to a guy that works at Mother Teresa's House of the Dying, right? And he's like, this is a scam. I'm the happiest I've ever been, uh, and all I do is bathe lepers. Right. And people are like, oh, what a nice guy. And I'm like, you fools. <laughs> I sleep like the baby Jesus. Yeah. In hay, I mean. Sure. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I literally Cause, am cause sleeping Mother in Teresa, hay. If, you know, not only took a vow of poverty, made everyone around her associated yes. with her take that same. Like this everybody, is the room. I mean, hey, she by a lot of people's standards, a lot of people viewed her as the devil because she <laughs> she not like it's like oh, my mom was is telling this me about real? this. Yeah, yeah. Mother she, Teresa. Her name is iconic for a reason in terms of being uh, the gr- the greatest and most helpful and most peaceful. You know, it's almost like people think. Tom Petty. People just found him playing in a barn. No, that guy chased stardom, just yes. like Bob Dylan. Yes, you know, just like it, it was the just same like Mother thing. Teresa, in a sense. And mm-hmm. it, what it did was benefit her organization, but she at the same time r- horribly repressed, as the Catholic Church does, the any women in her company. You know, so 
I'm not dumping her. What she did was amazing and all that stuff. But it is. But she had a business it's a facet. Sense. It's a facet people don't really recognize. There was like a Mother Teresa where she like turned it on. She's like, gotta go, I don't know gotta go it, close I don't know if, this deal. I don't know if it was that, but it's this kind of empty, hardcore matronly thing. You yeah. Know, of like, you sleep in hay. Yeah. I'm giving you beds. Yeah. No one. It's like, but there's a million of us. No one. Really? Yeah. Oh, like a hard-nosed Mother Teresa. Kind of, yeah. And in a sense, I'm talking out my ass from one conversation I had with my mother. My mom is, my mother is incredibly educated and reads all the time. Yeah. So you know, and has a, has a real good sense of judgment. If I'm stuck on an issue, hmm. I'll go to her and go, like, how? It's like asking five thousand books. How do you feel about this? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She'll be like, well, here's one way to look at it. Here's one way. Here's one way. Here's one way. Yeah. You know, that's great. So that's that's kind of my filter. If I'm stuck, I don't just call my mom every day and go, hey, yeah. what, why, how should I feel about abortion? You know, so you got, you, you got a, one of those great moms. Yeah. You got a great mom. She's pretty incredible, yeah. Is that hard? Meaning, go ahead, actually answer it how you wanted to answer it. it yeah, it, 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 <laughs> is, it is because, uh, you know, it's just like, I don't know. It, it's No, it's not. It's not hard in, in, in the sense when I think of hard as being... Uh, uh, someone that has to build houses with their hands in China or something, yeah. you know, like I, I. But it, you know, it's like you know, she can be difficult. You have a lot of pop ups. That's what I have too. That's what my therapist calls them. Pop ups. You worry about how you're sounding, so you qualify it. Yeah, I do that a lot for sure. No one would think that you were saying having a great mom is uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> is harder than building yeah. a house in China. But you're okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I just want you to relate. I'm the same way. Well, here, um, here, here's something. Just a mm. just a quick microcosm of 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 how. You know how crazy you know she is. Sure, she was on a plane sitting next to um, Art Alexakis, who was the lead singer of the band Everclear back in the nineties. Oh, and I had just maybe the year was like ninety nine or something, and I was in, living in Chicago, and he was sitting next to her. Chicago and my mom, the best. And her, my mom was uh, what they were. They're both talking. He's like, ah, oh, these fucking Republicans, this some issue. And my was mom, he just like, I just can't get my goatee any darker yeah, and my hair any lighter. Exactly. How do you do it? So yeah, he was like, and my skin a little pale? Yeah. Yeah. I'm 44. How can I look 17? Yeah, yeah. And I live in Santa Monica. It's hard to be this pale. It really is. I have really a coat is. like powder in the but morning. He, <laughs> he, he, she broke down some issues so well that he's like, who are you? Really? What's your family? Do you have any children? And she's like, yeah, I have a son. What does he do? Oh, he's a comedian in Chicago. What do, does he Does he write? Because I'm, I'm getting into producing movies. Yeah, my son just wrote a script. My friend and I wrote the worst script ever. Uh, I now am attempting my first movie script since then. Whoa. It is over 10 years since then. You got burned. I just, I'm not, I wasn't good at it back then. I didn't know what I was doing. So point is, because of my mom, he met with me. We had lunch in Chicago. And really? I pitched my script to him and I gave it to him and I never heard from him again. Because I'm sure he yeah, read it was garbage. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. But he was just, he was, he was... Touring, he was like, "I'm going to be in Chicago." Like he was that impressed by my mom wow. and her and her outlook and knowledge. Here's what I—that's <laughs> amazing. Yeah, and he wrote "Father of Mine" on the back of your horrible script. Oh my god, <laughs> scrap, music, scrap paper, <laughs> scrap paper. Such bad. Anyway. Oh, you don't like it? I like. I, 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 I like. like a, I, I like, like a couple uh, songs, but it's never been. I like the big... "Live Beside the Ocean" one. That's a good song. Yeah. That's a catchy song. I can play it. Okay, and you? Smash cut. It's pretty easy. Yeah, that's one chord. Just lift up your finger, isn't it? Yep. Been talking British lately. I'm sorry about that. That's it. So you have this incredible mom. What I wanted to know is it difficult? I also have this incredible mom. Yeah. Who fucking blows me away with her intuition, her insight, yeah, her wisdom. I'm like, I think you're a genius. 
Uh. And I, I know a lot of people. Now, I know I have like a chemical bond to her. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I lived inside of her. You did. Krang style. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> just a moment to laugh at my own dumbness. I like if I've ever been having like relationship problems, my mom will spend an afternoon with me and sum it up without trying to sum it up. Yeah. She's never like, let me tell you what, what's going on here. Uh-huh. She'll just say it. Yeah. It'll just come out. Right. And then I'm like, so then the burden of that, of the great mom, if, uh, if, if, if some, you know, philosophers or therapists or types are to be believed, then we are always going to be looking for that great person in our partner, like, mm. our, like our girlfriend. I, uh, I don't. I don't. We know what, maybe I do. I just don't think I do. Yeah. Uh, I just, it, I, I just kind of, I don't know. I look for someone I get along with. You know, yeah, that's not someone good. who's going to blow my mind. Because I feel like, yeah. I you already know. got a mom. Yeah. 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 And I don't but want you, want, you want somebody that, it's not that I want somebody to blow my mind as much as I want someone with the potential to blow our children's minds. Yeah. I hear that. You know what I mean? It's like, do well, you, you want, have the stock? You, you, you want someone who's, who's, who's been around and has perspective and has an open mind. And, yeah. and can, you know, you don't have to be a genius, but you have to be able to bring some sort of knowledge from your experience. Yes. Like if I know someone that can take apart a whole car and put it back together, that's an interesting motherfucker. Like sure. whether or not they went to college or not, you know, that person has knowledge a lot of people I know do not. Yep. You know? So interesting. That, that's kind of my angle on that. And but, you also, you meet a girl and you're like, you have until you're 60 to become that yeah. woman. <laughs> yeah. You have a lot of oh, time man. to read some fucking books. Mm-hmm. What about cat, some things. What about um, catcalling? It came up at the beginning, and then it actually came back later in a bit of yours. You were doing it, and uh, this is what I was going to tell you. I remember, I'm at the thing by the factory, and I'm across the street in the chase, and this girl came in, this broad. Sure. That's what sidetracked us. Hot broad. Just a goddamn hot broad. Yeah. That woke up that morning and was like, I'm going to wear this fucking white striped dress. Yeah. That just is like, what? Yeah. What are you doing? Looked like a fruit roll-up that she had stuck to herself. Do you think we all live in a white snake video, lady? Exactly, yeah. We do not. But we do, when you're in this room, heaven isn't too far away. Yeah. I know it's not white snake, but (laughs) that's all I got. Close enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same, same, same era. Closer to it every day. Yeah. No matter what your Uh, friends say. The white dress fits in, too, because they all wore wore white in that video. Thank you. That was Warren. Warren. They all wore white. Like, everyone wears white in heaven. Oh, my God. Fucking idiots. I have a whole, I have a whole bit about that song "Cherry Pie." Really? Yeah. What is it's it? It's a new one. Well, I was in, I was in <laughs> Grand Rapids, and this ad came on. It was like, like you're like the, the 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 here's the first thing we say is shitty. Second thing we say is good, and it's you. That type of advertising. Yeah. So it was what? like your dad's classic rock station, and it played like something by the Who, like yeah, something yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was like you like oh like that's boring or something, and it was like. Your classic rock station. She's my cherry pie. Really? And I was like, I'll take my dad's classic <laughs> rock station. Like, fuck that song. <laughs> like when I was a kid, and like heavy hair, hair metal was out. I loved a lot of it, but that song was that song sucks because everyone on the in the group was like, like that song should be called "She's My Cherry Pie." Parentheses. Do you get it? We're yeah. talking about pussy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. they thought it was so adorable. I know. Like no one gets their innuendos. Like yeah. we're sneaking this past to your parents. To like, get to hey, you kids. Mr. Tambourine Man. That's the yeah. most, uh, second most obvious. Sure, sure. Wait a minute. Nobody wants to play tambourine in the middle of it. Oh, okay. drugs. Drugs. <laughs> uh, Lucy in the sky with diamonds. LSD. Hey, spell something out, right? Uh, <laughs> let's let's go 
yeah. the record right now. Fuck that. Yeah. Dummies. Well, well and, and yeah, just she's my cherry pie. It's so awful. No one wanted to tell the Beatles or Warren that they were dummies. They were dummies. And they're grinning into the camera in the video, and the chick on the cover is dropping a slice of pie that is stopped at her crotch. Yeah. Like pie in her crotch. Yeah. You ever, man. Hey, man, you ever looked at a cherry pie with the lid ripped off? Like the, the crust taken off. You ever look at that? Looks like an open snatch, doesn't it? Oh, God. I, I, the way I made you feel, oh. I want to say that to the lead singer. Why, why are there all the keep, circles? I want to keep following him around, making him feel gross. Oh. Like, any, I t- like when I used to wait tables, uh. anytime a special came out Ooh. that was like, had like a, like was a, a sausage on it. There was a gay guy that I worked with. Yeah. Everyone would be like, "Hey, Chad, you like that? You like uh, Chad? Probably likes this special." Yeah, yeah, and I would yeah. go, "Why, you guy? Because he's a faggot. He likes <laughs> dicks in his mouth. Is that? What, I'm trying to see what you mean." And they'd be like, "Fuck you, Bronger, stop!" And I'm like, "I'm doing what you're doing. Yeah, you think you're being cute. You're making yeah. Chad feel weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you and yeah. your gay panic. Yeah, you just so I want to follow Warrant around yes. the whole band and be like cherry pie like a pussy. Is that what yeah, you guys meant? Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, like be that creep. Yes." You just reminded me, because you use faggot in what I believe a very powerful and beautiful and positive way. Thanks. I one time on stage was doing this really gay-friendly bit, uh-huh. and the crowd backed away, and oh. I, didn't know how to hurt, I didn't know how to hurt them. Yeah. So I called them homophobic faggots. That's great. I said, oh, don't back away, you homophobic <laughs> faggots, because I wanted to hurt them the way yeah. they hurt gay people. Yeah. That's great. I, That's great. I, I know there's got to be some people that won't like that because they just have a pretty hard life. No, but you got to know where it's coming from. I think it, well, that where it's coming from. I was from. doing a bit about how being gay was good or not good, yeah. but okay. Can you know I, what I'm saying? Can I use a comic book metaphor for just a second? Yeah. What there we're used in to a be? A, there used to be because we're in a shop. Yeah. That's why I'm pointing at the comics. Yeah. You viewers at home, you can't see this because you're not viewers. <laughs> um, there used to be a comic called Longshot, mm. and his whole superpower was that he was lucky. So he always he he unless he would do shit like gambling. Yeah. If he did gambling, he'd lose. If he like said, "Oh, I bet you I can outrace that train," and he, the train would hit him. But if he was like, "I gotta save that kid," and a car's about to hit him, he'd grab he'd he'd get out lucky. of the way. He'd luck out. And the thing was, when they gave him that power, these mystics gave him the power. The big phrase was purification of motive. Hmm. So I feel like you saying. Uh, uh, homophobic faggot. You can say faggot because the pu- it's a purification of motive. You're right. It's about moment, what you want. You know. I agree. You know. I was trying to put the mirror. I on love them. it. I was <laughs> trying to really, really challenge them and use their word <laughs> against so them. Great. I'm telling you, I could feel it like like the temperature dropping in a yeah. hot tub. When a hot tub goes cold, mm-hmm. they they were not liking me at all. Yeah. And in that bad way, yeah. Not that I wasn't being funny, but they were like, "Whoa!" Well, that's their that what their 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 safe zone uses the term faggot, right? In so a negative I, mode. And then I called them homophobic faggots. Yeah, it's a it's that, an did that get a laugh? Uh, it did. Okay, good. It did. Yeah, I'd be really surprised if that didn't. Because like, like, what did you just say? Yeah, it's like you know, uh-huh. you could, I, I'm thinking of the other versions, but they're worse. So I'm not <laughs> yeah. going to no, no, say no, yeah. them. Yeah, uh, but yeah, but yeah. Okay, interesting. So when you were well, actually when you were talking about cherry pie, all you're making me think of. Do you remember? I know you do, Matt. I know you do. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, how old are you? I am 38. 38? Really? Yeah. Brongies. I know. You're near the grave. That's what, when you call me Papa, I'm, I always shrink a little. I always go, oh. Really? Stop it. I'm old. I consider you and I the same people. I always have. And I. So I call I, you, I call you Papa Bronga, Papa, Papa Brongies. Right. 
Right. Just because you're a great guy. Thanks. You bring the egg. No, I know you don't mean it. I know it's not like, yeah, you're a little older than me or whatever. I've never known you were older than me. No, no one really does. I've had, every time I tell people my age, generally people are like, what? You know, which I love. I'm like, wow, thank you. Yeah, well, you're you're a young cherubim. Well, thanks. Uh well, that that's the first time I've inadvertently hurt you, and then also not asking you to do the podcast quick enough. I was, I'll be honest, I was, I, I just wondered because I was like, the whole crew has been on, yep. like everyone from Chicago, yep. everyone we started out with. I feel like, you know, me, you, Kyle, Kumail, uh, uh, Kumail TJ, TJ uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, yeah, you know, no Rob Buscemi, no John Roy, okay, uh, no Mizey. Well, and. and <laughs> No Mickey Bettencourt. Uh, no Mickey. Uh, uh, uh. Um, no Darren Bodecker. No Darren. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh. Who? What? What? This oh. section is for who? Darren Bodecker. Is, so if just, I could find what was his line? If I could find the way, find a way to, uh, to to take a dump and and come and sneeze all at the same time. Yeah. I would touch the face of God. He's a funny dude and a nice <laughs> dude. Yeah. A very very sweet yeah. man. He uh, oh well let's move on so yeah so I didn't I didn't have you on yeah. and it crossed your mind I just I just wondered because did there, we talk about there, it There's this weird There's this weird thing yeah. and this is me mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, You know I, I don't put this on anybody else Where as an only child Sometimes I feel left out I'll still look at Oh there's a big benefit at Largo yes. I'm like why did no one ask me Yes You know and it's like you can't you can't fucking ask everybody Right There's got to be someone left out. You know, sure. Um, but I feel like uh, a that's lot how of, I felt. A lot with of people, blurs, by the way. Did you? Oh, in yeah. Chicago, oh, you just I was... encapsulated how I felt about my time in Chicago. Right on. The whole time, I was like, "Why the fuck doesn't anyone ask me to do anything?" Well, I don't know. Jordan's a twerp. That's probably why. <laughs> was Jordan doing him back then? Yeah, yeah. See, I don't know. <laughs> Jordan's a twerp. <laughs> uh, I, I, don't, I don't. But I know that feeling. Yeah. And I'm not an only child. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So. And I'm not knocking Jordan. It's just fun to oh, call it's him a okay. twerp. No, twerp um, is so fine. Nobody yeah, yeah. cares about twerp. Uh, go on. No, no, but I, I feel like, and it's weird, I feel like you and Kumail and people that were Chicago people that then went to New York and then came here. Dance. Like, I feel like like I was like, hey, let's hang out, and no one wanted to hang out. But I think it's because, oh. I think it's because you keep to yourself, Kumail keeps to himself, and mm-hmm. Emily, you know, and it was one of those things where I'm just like, hey, let's go get coffee. And everyone's like, I'm either on the road or playing video games, man. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah, this yeah. kind of thing where it's like, there isn't, that lack of love or anything, right, right. but it was one of those things where, and it's like, trust me, there wasn't this. There was a there was a wonder. There's a wonder where I'm just sure. like, why am I not being on the show? But there there was never that thing of, oh, that guy, that guy hates me. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Things yeah. have changed between us or something like that. You know. Oh, you know, I just realized. Wait, Baron did the show. Jeez, I had to think about it. It's been a lot of episodes. Yeah. That was a weird moment. I remember, I think, Bar- Baron, we also talked about how he was upset that I Because he got drunk one night and was like, it's okay. Uh, maybe oh. I'll, do your, I'll do your podcast yeah. one day. Maybe Baron, never. Baron Vaughn, everybody. Ah-ha! <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like here's a, here's a thing that's very prevalent in the, in the comedy <laughs> scene. Everyone thinks everyone is thinking about them. No, doesn't like them oh, generally, yeah. or or is like whatever about them. And then you talk to someone, and they're like, "I didn't think you liked me." Yeah, you know. Me, I've, I've had I, someone. This is important. A I mutual like friend of me and Brendan Walsh was talking to Brendan, and Brendan was like, "I just don't think Bronger likes me." And I was like, "I fucking love Brendan. I think yeah, he's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like hanging out with him." He Robert Buscemi summed him up perfectly when he was like, "Oh, that guy's a rascal." 
Yeah. He is because he's a rascally man. He is a rascal. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love him. But I, it was one of those weird things where I'm just like, why do do I give up that vibe? And it's like we all do sometimes. Of course, we all do. we miss each other. Yeah. Here's a story. Uh, it's not a, it's not a long or a good story, but I <laughs> it happened today. It happened today. This this is this is uh, this. I don't I don't feel like I need to defend how I booked the show. No. Um, who was it? Somebody tweeted at me. You should have uh, Andrew WK on the show, and then I just immediately hmm. messaged him or whatever. That's how that worked one time, and then today, this is today, mind you, right? Went on a walk, yeah, a little bit of exercise, yeah, get the blood going, didn't I? <laughs> so I'm walking, and uh, and I remembered at the certain portion of a walk that I had one time seen Joan Mandy, Joe Mandy on that walk. He was walking his dog. I so wish you just said Joan Mandy, <laughs> like that's someone I've never heard of. Joan Mandy's sister. You yeah, ever know jo- her? You don't know Joan Mandy? She, she retweets people nicely. Uh, positively. She's re- the positively opposite. T- he hates her. He's so mad at Joan. Uh, sorry, sorry go ahead. Great. I didn't mean to hijack your bit. Joan Mandy. Joan <laughs> that's not hijacking. That's, she would never get introduced right. That's a plate of pancakes. That's yeah. not an apology <laughs> thing. Uh, so I saw Joe, and then I remember Joe had this actually covers it in five different ways mm. too that I can think of. I see Joe, then I start thinking about Joe. And then see I listen to like instrumental music. It allows you to like think on your walk. I, uh, yeah. I, I do helpful. that writing. Yeah, there you go. Mm-hmm. So I see Joe and then I think the last time Joe and I talked was he texted me, Are you going to Julian's Christmas party? And I had gone last year and uh, this this applies to what you were talking about uh, yeah. now. And I got and I go, Oh I didn't get in I didn't get an invite. And Joe texted back the emoticon, the crying face, and the gun. Like the guy's kill- he's killing himself. And then I, but then then I was done with it because I was like, I know Julian didn't not invite me, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. He just didn't include me on the email or whatever. Like right. he, it slipped his mind. I could go to that party and it would be fine. Yeah. But uh, so that's part one that it applies to what you're talking about. Uh-huh. But now I'm thinking about Julian. And I was like, Julian's interesting as shit. He used to do coke. He's super funny. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's in a stable relationship. Lots of things that I like to mine and talk about. Yeah. Uh, drugs and comedy and a relationship. Sure. And then, uh, so right then on the walk, I texted him a date and then to, and then to Katie. So that's how that happened. It's yeah. Not, it's, like I said, it's not a good story. But like Julian, I know because he's given me a little bit of shit about not doing the show. Yeah. Was waiting around. And then it turns out that like it doesn't matter like when i said right. you thought that comedians think people are thinking of them let me tell you what i meant by that mm. when i did uh, fallon i saw lorne michaels in the hallway yeah and lorne michaels didn't look at me and i had just done his show yeah, he- and then i called Mullaney, who worked with lorne michaels at the time yeah and he goes he 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 put it so perfectly Mullaney goes pete it's like you went to like a small show just dropped in a small, really small show, and you're doing your set, and there's a couple people going on, you're not paying attention to right. the people that are on. And if they look at you and you don't look at them or say, good set, that's exactly what just happened. And I was like, oh, that's that narcissism of thinking, right. L- Lauren watched me, he has something to say, and he sure. didn't look at me, and you can choose to interpret that negatively. Yeah. Or you can be like, what? Why would he be thinking about me? Well, he, and he doesn't talk to anyone. Yeah. He doesn't. I, I am on... Uh, uh, up all night, uh, at least was. I don't know what's going to happen when he goes multicam, but I was what do like you a mean? Role. It's going from single cam to multicam in January. Really? Yeah. They do that? It, they do now. Is that Will Arnett? 
Uh, yeah, Will Arnett and uh, Christina Applegate and, and uh, Maya Rudolph. They're um, going. That seems like a vote of confidence. It's Lauren's. It, uh, to me, it's Lauren's Hail Mary pass. He's like, because they were maybe thinking about canceling it. He's like, here, let's try this. Christina's great live. Will's great live. Maya's incredible live. Let's let's do this. You know, let's try it live for a live studio audience. So interesting. Yeah, that's a but, huge move. Yeah, it's huge. And that seems like it will keep going because they don't do yeah, that. I, I don't. They pull plugs so a hundred times. Yeah, before but they they're do finishing like the rest of this season hmm. multicam. They're doing. They're shooting the rest of it like next year, early next year. Ooh. So yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know which way it's going to go. But but you're great. That said, All right, thank you, hey. thank you. I don't know if I'll be back or not. But point point of the whole thing I'm saying is yeah. is. Uh, we had, you know, a rap party last season. You rapped? And he had, we all rapped <laughs> to the funky beats. And Lauren, Lauren is walking around in a silver suit, like a suit that I'm like, that suit is, that suit is like a house. Like RoboCop. That suit costs, um, costs a house. <laughs> you know? And like, it, Regis Philbin was yeah. like, it's a little much. A little much. <laughs> it actually looks stylish. But uh, he's walking around and I didn't even think to go near him because my, all my uh, exchanges with people that, that know him are just like, yeah, he just doesn't, he just doesn't talk with people he doesn't know real well or whatever. Mm-hmm. Doesn't d- work directly with. And part of me is like, hey, I'm on the sh- on the show, I should say hi. But then I'm just like, nah, I'm not gonna bug him mm-hmm. because you know. But this woman I remember who's a writer was drunk and Here she's like, uh, she's she's just talking to me and someone else. She's like, you know what? I mean, I I've, it's like acknowledge me. I write for the show. I mean, I went by him. I said, hey, hi, Lauren. Oh, I thought you know, she was saying this to him. No, to me. Uh-huh. No, just, just venting. Just I venting. Understand. I see where she was coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, in my <laughs> head, I'm like, he doesn't really talk to anyone, though. Yeah. You can't. And this is like the way extreme version of how you felt. Yes. And, you know, to its own merits, a little, um, well, a lot more unreasonable. I, I, I think this is unreasonable. Because you got on stage and you performed, yeah. you know. And, yeah, at least he could have seen me in the monitor. Yeah. yeah. I remember going to see you. And hang out with you in New York when you did warm up for the Daily Show, and you uh-huh. just done your half hour, uh-huh. uh, and and uh, before the show started, John Stewart grabbed you and was like, "I heard you killed it," and you told me that after we were both like kind of holding hands and jumping up and down. Really? Like 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 one of us got married in a shitty romantic comedy. Like oh. he said, you know, he offers the ring on a couch. Oh yeah. my god! We were fucking geeking, and it was it was such an ex- exciting moment. How do I not remember that? I just I uh, I just was like, you know, because I am still that person, and I don't want this ever to change. Who goes to New York and is just like, wow, buildings and things. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, you know, linens. Yeah, and buildings. It's really him. It's things. John Stewart. Yeah. You know. And I, when I did my half hour, yes, um, a, one of the writers for the Daily Show did his. I think the night before, and Rory? I was backstage. Um, Adam, uh, full, what, what's the full name? Of the Rory film? Albanese. That, that's him. That's yeah. him. And John Stewart is is backstage in the hallway in a chair, slumped, slumped like I've never seen a man tired. It looked like a pile of it, John it, Stewart. A pile of John Stewart, <laughs> and he's sitting there. And part of me was like, "Wow, it's him." And I was just like, "I'm not going to bug him. You know, yeah. I'm just going to leave him because." Yeah. As much as I'd like to waste his time sure. and have him know who I am, it's just like, look at how tired he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, like, my God. Has to go to goddamn Rory Albanese's you know, presents. And it just, it's, he it, doesn't want to be there. It's to his credit that he came. Because <laughs> you course. know he was just like, I just want to fall asleep on of the subway. Of course. But that's his, you know? that's his EP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. His, that's his guy. Very funny. Yeah. I'd love to get Rory on the show. He's a funny guy. He is funny. Great guy, great guy, great guy. Uh, I love that. I got, I got nothing on that. Yeah. We can go back to catcalling. Yeah, let's do that. That, so, story, okay. that story keeps. Can, oh, yeah. The this is a story 
real quick story. True story. That, that I, it's one of those things I've, I've tried to work in my act, but I'm not sure how. Mm. But it was just one of those moments where I, I, I genuinely love L.A. Mm-hmm. for you know the variety and you know you discover new shit all the, the time. Certainty, the variety, it's eighty-eight the cities smashing into one. Yep. But there are moments where I'm just like, fuck this place, and they always happen in in Hollywood. They always happen like on the I Sunset hate Strip. Hollywood every you know? day, I hate it. Yeah, and I was at I did a show at the. Um, at the the House of Blues Foundation Room, there should be a room, a room there, and it sounds like whoa, Foundation. It's just a fucking room, it's like <laughs> eighty seats, you know. But it was a fun show, and then we we get free drinks in the bar, and it's maybe two years after I moved here, and this I, we're, we're me and these guys are talking, and there's this girl that, who has who has on what the woman that like uh, Captain Kirk would fuck on Star Trek would wear. Mm. Like that chick that just shows up in like a bikini, mm-hmm. you know, but she's, you know, she's blue or green. And he's like, oh, there's, there's my fuck alien. You know, oh. like, like she, she stretched so crazy, like a, a shimmering skirt yes. that's almost as low as her, as her mons. And then... Mons! I haven't M-O-N-S. thought... M-O-N-S. I haven't thought about Mons that. Pubis. When we were and kids, we used to go, Almond Joy has nuts, Mons don't. Mons don't. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's funny. No nuts. And then she had basically like a, a tube top on and huge boobs. Ooh. And so she walks over to me and these other guys. And for, in my mind, I'm just like, oh, she's a pro. Like, that's, there's no way. You just turned this into Broads with Tits right. podcast. Yeah, pretty much. Stop we made it. promoting. Get out! And I gave you a sincere, yeah. ooh. <laughs> no, yeah. Well, she comes up and she's just talking to us like, you know, dig me, like yeah. wants attention. On board. And, you know, we're talking to her and she tells this story. She's like, oh, and this is awful. So I'm going to get you ready. This is really awful. Yeah, I'm said. into it. She, uh, it, it, it was the worst version of the secret I've ever heard. She's like, uh, I had to take my, my friend to get an abortion. And we're like, oh, my God. And she's like, yeah, she was raped. And we're like, oh, gee, I'm, I'm so sorry. And she's like, well, it was her fault. We're like, we go. but that's the definition of it not being rape. And she's like, well, we bring things on ourselves with what we put out in the universe. Oh, so she means everything is your fault. She means everything is your Anything bad happens to you happens because you brought it on yourself. Yeah. And if you want to be a star, you just ask the Did universe. you hit her in the face with a machete? I walked away. What were you thinking I, I walked about? away handshaking because it, it, it disturbed me so much. I was like, what about the people in Rwanda? Do they... Yeah. Are, do, well, do they ha- are they just putting negative thoughts Chappelle out like you wouldn't believe? Does he? Okay. If you'd only think of a sandwich. Uh, ah, yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Perfect. Yeah, but it was just like, okay, this is the dark side of, of the secret of like yeah. people, you know, and not just in L.A. I've known w- as many fame-hungry dicks in New York sure. as I have in L.A. They're just all, you know. There's just so many more of them here. Right. I We, yeah. comedians are very privileged uh, in many, many ways. Sure. Uh, but one of them is that we don't really participate within this, in the structure of L.A. Every once in a while, I'll be at a bar, and I'll just look up, and I'm like, oh, no, it's regular L.A. Every all around. Yeah, yeah. People are networking. Yeah. Like, I just did a shoot. <laughs> <laughs> this kid was regular L.A., Hustling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A hustler. Oh, yeah. And this motherfucking hustler, this Larry Flint hustler, came up to me and he was like, uh, I'll never forget him. And I'm going to try not to be too mean on the off chance that he hears us. I, oh. doubt, I doubt that he will. Yeah. So fuck it. He comes up to me and he's like, uh, he's like, uh, hey, but what you put out in the universe comes back to you. Yeah. So well, he did it. He didn't know you had a podcast. Oh, that's true. Proceed, sir. Uh, <laughs> he, he came up to me and he was like, uh, he was like, oh, yeah, you do stand up? And I'm like, 
yeah, I do stand up. He's like, yeah, yeah, me too, me too, me too. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. Fuck you. Just like Ricky Gervais in the office, he's like, yeah, big time, big time. Uh-huh. And he goes, I, I mostly do the wedding circuit. Matt, we've both been doing it over a decade. Have you ever heard of the wedding circuit? Once, Jimmy Pardo. Once, of course, Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy Pardo. A, a couple asked him. He to do stands his on top of the cake and. Does- <laughs> He comes out of it. Just the top tier, though. He's very small. He's a small man. No. He, love you, Jimmy James. I love you. But he, he was genius because he did not want to do it. And so he, he quoted them an absurdly high amount. Of course. And they took it. That's what and you he do. had to take it. Of, that's what you do. And it was, I thought that was beautiful. That but is what you do. That is literally the I've, – I've emceed two of my friends' weddings. That's different. As a favor. That's not stand-up. I didn't do stand-up. You didn't come out and go, lonely man. No. <laughs> Good to see you found happiness. Well, I, I like to think that myself, there's a type of... Uh, a single man. <laughs> but when the, Enough the, about the bride. The, when the, when the, the, the oil lamp at the... My friend married a Sri Lankan gal. Mm. With oil lamp caught on fire. And mm. we thought the whole building was going to go up. And we put it out with like wet rags. Yes. And I said something about, like, well, the fire of their love almost killed us, everybody. Oh, But it was just, like, some great. Catskills crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah of know? course. That's the closest I came. And though. then there was a shoebox, and you opened it, and there was more fire in there. And he's like, never seen that <laughs> before in my life. It's different every day. Let's make some turkey chili. Yeah. Oh, way to play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> way to play. It's fun. It's fun being funny uh, with But friends. that's uh, the, the wedding circuit. I do the wedding circuit. And <laughs> so, look, I'm going to be honest, because uh, <clears throat> because I have bad the thoughts. Wedding, the famous and, wedding circuit. And I was just like, we're just... We're I have a tennis racket, and you, I'm not saying I'm better. I'm playing tennis. You're playing a different sport with a yeah. paddle, yeah. and I don't know what that is, and I don't understand it. I'm not judging it. I am judging it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm judging it. Don't I'm judge like, it. That doesn't sound like what I'm thinking that stand-up is. Fine. Yeah. Fine. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Smash cut to this kid at a wedding, killing it. Sure. Just killing it. Now yeah. I'm a wrong, and I have to eat a bag of dicks. We'll lick, lick, <laughs> lick the dicks. Um. <laughs> Before and then, you then, eat them. Then get out. Lick those dicks. Um, it, look, it, to me, if someone is, has put together a career of mostly working weddings, yes. he's done the thing, which is rather than do what you should do as a comedian, you go up all the time. Right. You just go up all the time. All the time. And you try to put funny stuff on the, on the web. And I'm not uh, talking – and the opposite is he has a website his family has put in 20 grand on. Yes. And I'm sure of it. He, a Facebook page that says like, you know – Jimmy the wedding kid. Yeah. And so people and it was and all that is is to make dough. Exactly. That all that's all that fucking is. Exactly. Because when you say exactly right he's a hustler, he's a, he's hustling and we all got to hustle but generally hustling is for money. So like yes. you know it's like he's it wasn't not, for the art. Yeah, it was like exactly. you how are you crafting exactly. an act it's, in a wedding? It's like, you can't. It's like if if someone on the road and I think you we've all had this someone's just like does it burn you that like you, the archetypal would be you know Dane Cook or Aziz, does it bug you? Those guys are killing it, like making that much money. Right. And it's like money. Yeah. I, I have a, a, I pay for my apartment on time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I own a car. Right. I'm, I'm it's fine. It's not about the money. It's not about the money. It's about sending a message. It's, it, <laughs> it's about telling people about the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's what the Joker said <laughs> yeah. when he burned the pile of money. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and then telling about the, about the Mormon Jesus Christ. <laughs> right. So that's no, part but, A of yeah. regular, regular L.A., yeah, he's telling me he's hustling. Sure, and instead of like, look, I am a guy. I'm a real guy. I like you're a real guy. Yeah. If I'm if I'm a stand up and I'm a, an aspiring stand up, I shouldn't be doing the talking. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's things I could learn from my stand up elder. You've been doing it longer. Well, 
You don't think so? I, I've probably been doing stand-up maybe, maybe two years longer than you. No, no, no. What I'm saying. Okay. Oh, that's what he should be saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. thought you meant me. Yeah, yeah, No, yeah. you and I, well, no, after guy, a certain point of should, blend. Yeah, yeah that guy should fucking defer. But the thing is, and, the, and I know that's an, typically an asshole thing to say, but I'm standing there, I'm kind of like, instead of having a conversation where we're like learning from each other, yeah. you're just telling me that you work oh, and yeah. that you get paid. Yeah. And then, um, and then he goes... I don't know how the fact that I just did my hour came up, but I swear to God, I would tell you. I'm honest on this show. I would tell you if I offered it, like, inappropriately. Yeah, yeah. It came up. Uh-huh. Uh, and, I, and I was like, yep, that's someone, someone else mentioned it. I was like, that's true. I just take my hour. Cut to a couple minutes later, old, hus- old, old hustle bag <laughs> comes over to me. And he's he's hustling, yeah. <laughs> and I swear, every day he's hustling. I swear to the Jehovah's Witness Jesus, he comes up to me and says, "So, uh, how do you get that hour? I know networking, but what else?" That's what he said. Not being funny, yeah. Not being known for being funny, right? Network. That wasn't it. I wanted. It was making friends. It took. That was my the secret rape. A little bit less, yeah. Certainly less infuriating. But I was like, I wanted to scream from the mountains. Uh, it was almost 0% networking. Yeah, shit. You are wrong, yeah. sir. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my house. Get out of my house. You don't belong at this table. Put the cheese knife down. Yeah. The brie ain't for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Scram. And it's, well, here's the thing. I want to light firecrackers to startle him out of my home. To me, you can't fake funny. You can't fake it. Yes. It's not like, you can network networking. all you fucking want. And get a bunch of gigs. You're gonna eat it. We know those guys. You're gonna eat it. I know those guys. Yeah. There's always that. There's always those people who've been doing it a long time, and you're just like, man, do something else. Yeah. You, you know? know what ends up and happening I've... is they start booking rooms, and I don't mean that in a bad way. No. They're just so good at that. Yeah. They start booking rooms. Sure. And it, but it, it, there, unless you develop, you're gonna hit a wall. Mm-hmm. And I, I will bet money right now. The guy you talk to is about as funny as a broken ankle. Hmm. You know, like, it's not, that guy's not good. And it's like, it, fucking, how could you network your way to a late night set? Yeah. To a oh. fucking hour? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, I was at a cocktail party and I just weaved my hour into the conversation. <laughs> and they said, could you do that again in front of 600 can I, people? Can I watch a whole hour of your stand-up stranger? Yeah. yeah. You know how hard it is to sit and watch a whole hour Ugh. of someone you don't, like, you don't Ugh. love? You don't love. We're having a hard time tonight. Oh, man. Why am I watching this still? Who's this kid? I met him at a wedding, and he, he kept bringing me cheese. Put the cheese knife Put that down. cheese knife down. The brie ain't for you, baby. Your network tunnel leads to a fucking wall, and you should break your skull open on it. Well, can I tell you, I want to run two things by you. Sure. They're bad thoughts. Okay. Because you made me think of bad thoughts, or that story made me think of bad thoughts. Okay. One is, this also happened today. I was over by uh, UCB, and I was going to get a juice. <laughs> <laughs> look, look what I've become. We were in Chicago together eating brats in the snow. Sure. And now I'm drinking kale juice. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It is, it, it's not – I was going to say it is what it is, my least favorite phrase. Uh, but I love it. What am I kidding? It's better for me. Anyway, I look out my window and uh, I see a man. <laughs> He's kind of doughy. He's tall. He, got, he probably reminds me of myself. He's wearing a hoodie that's too small. For oh, that's my favorite guy. <laughs> you know, you know Fucking, this guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know this guy. Yeah. And I might do this on stage because it made me laugh so hard. I looked down 
And I didn't give the order. I'm so interested in the things our brains do yeah. that we didn't give the order. Mm-hmm. You didn't craft the thought. It's just what your brain thought immediately. I saw him and went, look at that lumbering idiot. <laughs> and laughed. <laughs> laughed for 10 minutes. At the like, that's what that's my true self. Yeah, I would never say that. I I don't have any hate for this man. I see him. Yeah, something about his gait. Look at this lumbering idiot. Yeah, and man, did I have a good laugh. Yeah, do you have that? Oh yeah, bad thoughts. Bad thoughts. Good people have bad thoughts. Yeah. Dot net. Yeah. There, there's always there's always judgment. There's always moments. Yes. Of like <laughs> like. I mean, yeah, 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 I'll be driving down the street and be like, be like, uh, you know, just, just, <laughs> oh man, I like that song. Mid thought, mid thought, song comes on the radio. Oh man, I like that. Song. Oh, look at the size of your head, <laughs> and you're so small and skinny, you fucking lollipop. You know, like it, it, it will just come out, and yes. it's all, but it's almost a delight. You yes. are not going, you lumbering idiot. <laughs> right. Silence. Anger. Yeah. Frowning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, angry. it's just like, I yeah, laugh oh, you made me happy at the absurdity that every emotion and yeah. every style of Can, person is in my brain. I, I got, yeah, I was in uh, San Francisco and there were, I was in, uh, on Fillmore and I went into like, there's all these stores with like menswear, beautiful stuff, stuff that should cost less than a hundred. Yes. How much is the sweater? Eight hundred dollars? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And I go outside, and there are guys. Did Cosby own guys, it? No, no, they weren't. They weren't colorful and stupid that you might pay for it like a crazy painting. Yeah, this is a, just a cashmere. Not even cashmere, like a, just a a, a v, casual a sweater. Casual sweater. Fine line. So I'm walking to the street, and there are guys in their mid twenties, and I and I know like how much the clothes they're wearing cost, and I'm like, like they're coming out of apartments. And they they have they're getting into cars that mm-hmm. are really nice, mm-hmm. way nicer than mine. And in my head, I'm thinking the time machine, H.G. Wells. When do the Morlocks come out of the ground and uh... eat these guys? Because it's just like whatever you do, you're not earning that money. Mm-hmm. You're very young. All your stuff is fancy. Mm-hmm. Your car is fancy. Mm-hmm. There has to be something that checks that. That like a monster comes out and you're a deer and you run. You're like no no no, and it takes you down. And it chokes you out humanely and then eats your flesh underground because they work levers underneath to make you have those clothes and those cars. Yes, yes, you know what I mean? Yes, it's just that's like, so funny. And some people I see, I'm just like, oh, when's the Morlock coming? Uh, Look at that guy. And not just young people. Like, I understand. Guys that are so fucking rich and, and contribute nothing. I'll, I'll, yes. You know? But at least that's more, uh, yeah. that's a little bit warranted. I've been yeah. on the, I was on the Metro North once and I, I, was, I didn't even see the man's face. And I said, I don't know what it is about this guy's head, the back of his head. <laughs> I hate it. I hate this motherfucker. I hate his stupid head. Yeah. Look at you sitting in the seat in front of me. Yeah. Fuck you. Uh-huh. This is the same guy that's like, hey, Papa Bronkies. Right, right. Well, yeah. Fuck that head. But, you know, on the other hand, I, I've occasionally seen in, in Hollywood Alan Arkin driving around in an Alfa Romeo, and I'm uh, like, you should have five of those, because yeah. you're Alan fucking Arkin. Yeah. You know? Why can't I have five? <laughs> I just want five. I want them, yeah. Dave. You see him in Argo? I saw him in Argo. So Argo, good. fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. I didn't like Argo. You didn't? We covered this on the oh, show. Oh, okay. Uh, could they make yeah. the Argo fuck yourself joke a little bit more? Oh, yeah. Is that possible? Right. I, I guess, I guess I, I, I'm I kind of blinded because not even towards Argo. I, I, I liked it. I didn't love it. But I don't know. Arkin can pretty much read the, the WGA. He can read the, fo- read the phone book. You know? I understand. He's That's great. I mean. He's great. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, one of my favorite oh, movies Jesus of all time. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Why are you doing this, Dave? Right. Anybody, um, anybody going out for coffee? Here's another one. If anybody's going out, I could use some coffee. 
Sorry. So a huge fat person smoking. Doesn't yeah. that just make you scared? Yep. Yes. You know? Yes. It's not even something where you hate them. Yeah. You want to laugh. Them. You want to paint You're them. just like, man, yeah. no. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. You know, you're, what's going on? You're really pushing it. Yeah. I get that. I'll give you a worse one. Mm. I, have, I, have I done this one on the show? I wonder. I've done it on stage before. I like how you asked her without saying what it was. Well, you tell me after. I'm okay. going to do it either uh, way. Okay, okay. If it bears repeating, it bears repeating. Sure. <laughs> Let's show a painting of just. Endless bears, like infinity bears, and it's called bears repeating. <laughs> Just put two mirrors facing each other and a bear in the middle. Yeah, bears done. Re- bears repeating. Bears repeating. This is my exhibit, my my piece for the exhibit. It's called bears <laughs> Ladies repeating. Ladies and gentlemen, bears repeating. Don't fucking steal that shit, listeners. You could steal it. <laughs> so I get on. See, but I'm a hustler. I think I'm making money. Oh, I thought yeah. bears repeating would make. Did us you millions. network to get that? Yeah, yeah. Bears repeating. You can't create art on your own. You gotta wanted, have a friend. I wanted to hit him with a chair that wasn't a breakaway chair. <laughs> But it would break away, but it wasn't a breakaway Yeah, chair. you wanted extreme wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah, not, yeah. not wrestling. The kind that made the wrestler yeah. quit. Well, he's bleeding. Yeah, yeah, real, yeah. You, real you stuff. You hit me with a pane of glass. Like, yeah, this is extreme, extreme wrestling. Yeah, You're missing real. an eye in this gymnasium. Yeah. It's not even a stadium. <laughs> in this House of Blues foundation room. I called it the foundation. Foundation room. I got on a subway car in New York City, and it was filled. I'm sorry. The point of this, mm. the point of this is that it's offensive. That's my point. Okay. So if you're offended by what I'm about to say, you're right. I am also offended. Okay. The point is, is that it's in my brain. Right. I get on a subway car. It's filled with like what looks, <laughs> what looks like a field trip of mm. special needs kids. And I have a heart. I love them. Sure. Have fun. God love you. Right. Okay? Brain goes, look at this flock of tards. That's what came out of my brain. Because Flock. Because that's funny. Flock. <laughs> because a flock flies around yeah. gracefully. People are going to think the tards is the worst part. It's really flock. It's flock. Look at this a murder of yeah. tards. A, mur- <laughs> a murder. A pride of tards. Oh. I do you know that I you know that do you know <laughs> I'm a nice person. You know if you put and my brain said flock of tards, not even just flock of tards. Look at this flock of tards. Do you know if you put running wild in the streets after any demographic, <laughs> yeah. it'll make me laugh. What do you mean? Just Mexicans running wild in the streets. It's just. Just white people running wild. It doesn't Running matter. wild in the streets. <laughs> yes, that's great. Gargoyles running wild in the streets. Who it's- from Chicago had that bit? Uh, Eric Acosta, I think. It was. He goes, wow, the crazies are out tonight. And he's like, no, we're out tonight. The crazies are always out. That's why they're the crazies. We just <laughs> see them on Friday and yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Another Chicago guy never asked to do the show. He yeah. has kids. He does have two kids. Isn't that terrifying? When I see him yeah. with his kids, I, I want to mail myself to another country. It's weird. It's weird. It's not that I am like poor bastard or anything that simple. It's mm-hmm. just it's off-putting to me. Well, I, I when you... And he has lovely kids. And Eric, yeah. if you hear... I'm sure he'll hear this now. Mm-hmm. Fucking Chris Hardwick and Eric Agaz are going to get together and listen to this uh, slam roast of just them. Sharpening knives. It's. I guess it might be uh, painful to look right at the other thing we could be doing. I suppose. And then it's also. Yeah. I think if we're if we're being honest, it's also hard to be like, oh, that that's that those those guys those cute kids would be in my way. 
You know what I mean? That yeah. am, that ambition, yeah. baby. Look in his eyes. This week it's the burger. Well, next week it's the fries. I feel, I feel. I feel like as you get older, Kanye West. You know, <laughs> poet of our of our ages. Um, uh, you 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 kind of you kind of you pick things as barometers. You know, and and, and kids, kids is the biggest thing. <laughs> I am just having a stroke tonight. They're barometers. They're barometers. Um, Barack you know, barometers. Like, you love that joke you did. I do. It caught me just like Flock of Tards. I didn't give the order. Yeah. Block. No, yeah. There's certain certain things. You block. Just... Has anyone ever done that? You know our president's block. Block. Right? Oh. I did... Barack is block. I That's how it... I say black, by the way. Block. I did block. He's block. He's a block. He's a block man. He's a, <laughs> He's a block man. Block man. Hi, I'm Barack, and I'm block. I'm of the, the He's Barack, made that Barack joke. Barack of the Chicago Blockmans. Michelle has been like... Before he won the first time, was like, I don't know, Barack. Do you think they're ready for a president that's Balak? Ba- and then they fucked. Balak. <laughs> and that's how they made the that's first made child. Their first kid. <laughs> yeah. With humor. When I play, I did a benefit the other night at uh, Now the Satellite, but it used to be called Spaceland. And like, when it was Spaceland, it was like, that's where Beck used to play in the yeah. White Stripes. And it's like all these iconic bands that, you know, that started in LA, not the White Stripes did, but like, you know, they played, and it's a small club, but it's mm-hmm. an iconic name. Now it's called The Satellite, and people don't want to go because that generation craves authenticity above all things, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, this was J- James Dean's belt that I'm wearing. You right, know? right, right, right. Um, but I was just like, they should have, because I guess they had to change the name after the guy sold it or whatever. Uh, but I was like, they should have just named it Spaceman. What was it first? Spaceland. Should have just named it Spaceman. The guy would have lost his mind. Like, it sounds the same. Like, yes. so, it's a new name. Spaceman. Yeah. I'm playing at Spaceman tonight. No, that's always been the name. Like, just start a rumor. Always, it's never been Spaceland. Yeah. Spaceman. How many months before you start to believe it? Yeah. It, yeah, it was Spaceman. Spaceman. This guy with the wrong belt thinks space, it was Spaceman. This guy with the fucking... Is that old, a new belt? Is that a new belt from this Old This is Jimi Hendrix's belt. That's from Old Navy? This is from the actual Navy in the, <laughs> in the 20s. Ah, fucking... This is from o- <laughs> the oldest Navy. You just hit a crow with a skipping stone. Did I? <laughs> yeah, that was Thanks. an amazing joke. Thanks. There was a crow at the other end of this pond... <laughs> And you somehow managed to silently skip the stone on the pond so it didn't disturb the bird, and then it hit it. You know there's a guy who's never cut his beard who can really do that at will? Of course. There's Kyle's guy, dad. Kyle's <laughs> guy, the, the, the guy Kyle models his look after. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, kill, the, kill the crow. Uh, kill the crow. You called Kyle. Uh, here's, here's another joke I stole from you. The cuddliest rebel. I used to call him the cuddliest. Openly stole that from cuddliest me. rebel, and I had because I had a beard first back in Chicago. Chicago, and he, uh, he, I'd call him the cuddliest rebel. He'd call me the softest lumberjack. Oh, that's great. that was a nickname because like, he took it. He was just like, "Fuck you, you're the yeah. softest lumber." You know, it was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But Remember beardless Kyle? I still have a picture in my kitchen. Yeah, Nick Rutherford was over at my place. Nick Rutherford looks like a toy that's possessed. He, yeah, he does. <laughs> what is, this just became yeah. a road. He's like a he's like a he's like an evil marionette doll with gray hair. Um, but he oh, pause the show and Google image search Nick Rutherford. Oh, those eyes, uh, those gleaming eyes, uh, those gleaming eyes. A mischievous man with a butterfly hey, knife. Hey, yeah, I fucked her first. Yeah. Oh, gross! What is that? That's what his eyes are saying. Yeah, that is what it said. His, his evil grin. Yeah, if he's um, at your if he's at your wedding, it's because he yeah, fucked your bride. Yeah, I guess I did. <laughs> uh, but he saw that he was like, "Hey, is that?" And because I have a sticker that I took off a. A piece of clothing years ago that I put on this picture of Kyle that just says, feel this. 
Because yeah. Kyle's face looks like he looks like he's like being cool kind of. Yeah. And he's in this zip up like green army onesie, <coughs> onesie he used That's to wear. That's Kyle's cough, by the way. <coughs> yeah. He coughs a lot. Yeah, he does. Uh and and it, and he's like, is, is that postcard? That looks like Kyle. I'm like, that's Kyle. And he ran right back to that bulletin board and was like, holy shit! Wait, wow! Because he never Nick had never known Kyle without a beard. Oh, yeah. you know, I Nick's, forgot that Nick's, Rutherford was. I've known Nick maybe two, three years. And then did he sing a song and he turned back into a doll? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I put on. I put on <laughs> it's so funny. I put on a, a, I played a carpenter song backwards, and he turned ah! back. Into and you just put him in his little box mm-hmm. with his little denim jacket. Yep. Shh, little buddy. Those eyes. Those eyes. <laughs> this is the most fun uh, I've ever had. I love you, Nick. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, great. I let him do uh, – I didn't let him do. I was happy to have him do a, a guest spot. He's great. He's on uh, my Lincoln Lodge show. Oh, right on. That was another place that I resented. See, it's interesting. Yeah, oh, cause they, you felt like uh, uh, Geary. Mark Geary, Mark Geary didn't book yeah. you enough? Uh, I can remember, I, let, I'm going to put this to you. This is a little vulnerable, but like, so we started, we both started in other cities. Technically I'd only gone up maybe six times in Boston. Okay. And then I went to Chicago. So I consider myself a Chicago right. comedian. Uh, even though I'd not technically, uh, whatever you get it. Um, but when I was in Chicago, it was such a hard time having nothing. I just talked to Aziz about this. Aziz just did the show. And we were talking about how he, when Aziz had nothing yeah. going on, he didn't have the desperation. He had certainty where I had desperation, which I, I thought was amazing. I thought it was very admirable. Sure. At the time, I found it very off-putting. And I thought it was like inhuman. But now I look back and I'm like, how the fuck did you manage to believe in yourself in a good way? Not in a huge ego way, but in like, it'll be okay. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Like, take your time. Uh, do, yeah. do good comedy. You'll be okay. Sure. He talked all about it on the show. It was great. So um, why doesn't he do co- good comedy? Oh, kidding. It's a burn. It's a burn. It's a fun. It's a I, everyone needs a burn. We did. Everyone we mentioned has to get burned. Of course. That's that, let's have that be a rule. Yeah. Everyone that comes up gets burned. Mm-hmm. Um, Whether it's valid or not. And you did Kanye. He called him the poet of our time. It's sure. been happening. Yeah. It's been happening. It's true. That, I teed that up. All yeah. day I teed that one up. Mm-hmm. He just wants to do good comedy. So why doesn't he? It's like uh, it's like on the nine eleven SNL where they go. They asked uh, yeah. Giuliani, "Is it okay to be funny?" And he said, "Why are you going to start now?" Yeah, that would it. Did that's I to say it right? That's okay, right. yeah, that's right. Yeah, why start now? Why start now? Uh, killer. So, um, but having that certainty, certainty, and then I look back at my time starting as a comedian in Chicago mm. as being like a, having at least a part of me that was like a hungry dog. Yeah. I would eat shit. I would eat mm. a baby's diaper. I'd eat my owner's hand. I just wanted comedy food. I wanted yeah. validation. And I wanted work, and I wanted to be legitimate so so badly. Right. And then so things when like things like Blurreds came around, which is this comedy sketch thing um, that happened in Chicago, and no one asked me. What I didn't know was you need to. Not network. Sorry, Hustler. Yeah. It's not networking, but like maybe I could have let someone know that I wanted to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I could have been like, I'd really like to do one. That's not gross. That's okay. Yeah. But instead, I just silently was like, oh, they're deliberately not using me. Right. Pretty sure one of those videos, the Bridenstine guy drinking beer at the bar could have been me. You know what I mean? Uh, I could yeah, have sure. done that. Sure. Similarly, the Lincoln Lodge uh, didn't book me uh, enough mm-hmm. uh, in my mind. 
They yeah. probably booked me plenty. But in my mind, I was like, Kumail seems to be doing it every week and it's always killer. And I did it twice or three times in my whole time in Chicago. And I was like, and it was never good. It was always like the 3rd of July or something. Yeah, shit. for sure. So, but then the other thing was I remember, and I always harbor this. This came up on the Thomas Middlejuice show. I've always had this weird part of my ego that I remember Mark Geary was like, Robert Buscemi is the genius of all time. <laughs> and I, wa- I was like, fuck you. Like, yeah. I'm working so hard yeah. to have someone get – it's selfish. What I'm telling you is like a bad thing, sure. I suppose. But well. to hear someone get a compliment that I want so bad – like, I want you to think I'm the genius of your time. Like, I, I was petty and hungry, a little coyote, and I'm scared, and I'm like, am I going to – is Robert – and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. So it was very validating to go back and do the Lincoln Lodge mm-hmm. again. And it was very validating to be on Mashup, which yeah. was the Blurred's television yeah. show. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Well, I, I'm, just, I, I'm trying – because people that I, listen to the show are starting out. I, I, so knowing these petty things might help. Go yeah, yeah, exactly. Don't don't fucking if – you, if you like what you're doing, just you know, fucking keep doing it. Don't – And keep your head down. Keep, but, keep, n- yeah. but if you take some solace in knowing that me and, and Papa Brongi's right here know what it's like to be starving yeah, just, and have that bring out some pretty negative thing. Yeah, I had that for years in L.A. Yeah. Where it was like I, oh, I felt I know, like yeah. I was doing good sets and and that was another thing where I felt like – but people would go to New York and then come here and be welcomed with with garlands of roses. And I was like, "Hey, man, I've been here, yeah, and I'm good now. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know." And that's again, that's my problem, right? You know, but you made that narrative. It, it, I feel like that that feeling of being uh, uh, left out and looked over it never goes away. It's hard. It never goes away. I still feel like the Oregonian in my hometown doesn't give a fuck who I am. Hmm. Um, anytime I do, I recorded an album last year, they ran, they wouldn't do an article, they ran like a little blurb in their listings, hmm. Portland native, Matt Bronger recording his album here. Hmm. I mean, I made it a point to record it in Portland. Not that I feel like that city owes me shit, sure. but it's like, you know, you go back and you're like, hey, I'm from here, you know? I understand. And, you know, they did a whole article on the Bridgetown Festival, which I helped start with Andy Wood. And I wasn't mentioned once. Yeah. It was like a five-page spread. And I'm just yeah. like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it, it, one of the to... three, you're like, is someone there just hate me? Right. Is there beef? Right. Like, And I don't know. Am I going to call the paper? But you just kind of – you got to just – Then you make the paper. You make the <laughs> – Local comedian is petty. Real asshole. <laughs> you know? But then it, then I got in – Overthinking in, local comedian. Matt overthinking – yeah. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Uh. And I but you know I did get in in the I love I love the Portland Portland Mercury and the Seattle Stranger which are kind of like the the that alternative rag, rags <laughs> they're well they're the alternative uh-huh, papers uh-huh. but they're they have a very funny sense of humor about themselves and other subjects I did Bumbershoot w- with you yep remember mm-hmm. you hosted it was me Todd Berry and Reggie Watts take a left and it said take take a left that's our Todd Berry GPS yeah uh, uh, turn around turn around you missed it. <laughs> it, it listed – it said uh, this huge thing about like um, Todd Berry, blah, blah, genius, blah, blah, Reggie Watts will blow your mind. Matt Bronger looks British but isn't. That's all it said about me. And I fucking cried laughing in a coffee shop because ah. I was like – that just – it got me. I was like, that is so funny. That is great. I, I feel like I am the low man on that totem pole uh, popularity-wise. That's very funny. Yeah. You know? But it's like when it's your hometown rag. I understand. Point is the Portland Mercury – once did a little blurb on me, I was playing helium or something, mm-hmm. and they just they wrote that like the first line: Matt Bronger is the most successful comedian to ever come out of Portland, Oregon. First line, mm. and I was like, "Holy shit! Like, is that is that true? Mm. Whoa!" 
you know? Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I was like, I'd like something a little in between. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Can like, we just do a regular you, article? Yeah. Now you know? you're making me sound like a kid. And I, that was beautiful. I, I thank you. Yeah, yeah, for them. Sure, they, sure. They've always been good to me. They always run, they run great articles on the yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But oh. I guess my point, my point is not to vent about me feeling left out. I feel like you're always going to feel left out on some level. Here's what I'm going to offer towards that. Yeah. First of all, complete and utter understanding and agreement. Yeah. But also, I hope that that's not true. I'm on an upswing right now. Are you on an upswing? Fuck, I don't know. I I I I, I think so, but I don't. It's hard for me to tell. Interesting. I, I don't have I don't have I don't have an uh, obometer right now to tell. Like you know, I I do a little show here. I'm occasionally on Chelsea lately. Uh, I just mean emotionally, you know, like I thought you meant career wise. Sorry. No, it's okay. Those are often linked, mm-hmm. aren't they? Aren't they? What I mean is like. Um, Anxiety's lower, happiness higher, hmm. feel purpose, drinking less, walking more, exercising more, eating better. Yeah. Wanting to see friends. Yeah. Uh, being active. Yeah. Like, a, like not holding up. As you aptly put earlier. Right. I do tend to hole up sometimes. Uh, but anyway, I, the reason I asked, because I was like, when I tend to be on an upswing, everyone around me seems to be on an upswing, everyone I meet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if you wanted to make a rube like me believe in like astrology or something, <laughs> yeah. and I am a doofus, I would, I would hear you out. I would be like, that's interesting because like I had lunch with Chris Thayer today and I was like, I'm on a, a real upswing. Like I woke up at 8 a.m. and like went on a hike and he was like, me too. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. I, that's mostly what I talked about in therapy today. I was like, why am I so good today? I right. Because I want to manufacture this. I want to make this happen. Yeah. But then sometimes it just seems random, and then other times it seems uh, event-based or whatever. Sure. I don't know how I got there. But what I want to say is I, I don't – right now, this upswing Pete, there's downswing Pete who would be like, yeah, man, we'll always be petty. Uh-huh. Upswing Pete is like, Julian McCullough didn't invite me to his Christmas party. Right. Nah, he just forgot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Rolled off my back. Sure. But then, like, you talk about, like uh, – Things have been going well for me. Then, like, I, I went to Boston and did the Paradise. It was one of the best nights of my life. That's I finally cool. went back to my hometown Congrats. and did, like, a proper show. Yeah. And it was great. And, we, and, and fucking thank you, weirdos, for coming out and making it one of the best nights of right, my life. Right, It was incredible, fun, uh, and just, like, oh, I just ticked a box I didn't know I had. Yeah. I want yeah. my hometown. And it didn't get reviewed or anything, but mm-hmm. like people came out. That's a lot more important. Yeah, absolutely. I didn't even think of it being reviewed. Until well, and, and I can be completely <laughs> fed up with my life and, and, and feel on a complete downswing yep. and then have a good set or whatever. And it's just like, well, everything's fine Isn't again. That great? The, yeah. the magic of a new bit, too. Oh, man. That's Zoloft, oh, baby. Oh, man. Yeah, it is. That is. That, that is. is the best really, it feeling. really is. I don't yeah. know. If there's somebody on a better path, I don't know who it is than a stand-up, uh, if you're decent at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, it's kind of the best thing in the world. Mm-hmm. It really is a wonderful thing. Here's the second scenario I want to put towards you. Okay. I, okay. This is a game called Was I an Asshole? Because you, you and I are, are, friend, are friendly people. Oh, uh, yeah. And, and I'm trying to get better. And you know what? I've actually seen you be uh, put your foot down, stick up for your friends. Or like be like that's inappropriate. I've seen you do that. Yeah. So you can do that sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's great. Cool. So I'm trying to dabble in being a grown person. Sure. And you know what I find helps having less to lose. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't really have anything to lose. Mm. You know. So like my I got blocked in my car was I, I have a tandem spot at my apartment uh-huh. and this truck parked me in mm-hmm. this like work truck 
And then I walk. I, I was trying to leave, and it's a shitty feeling. Yeah. And I pay extra for the extra spot, don't I? Yeah. And I'm walking around talking to all these guys mowing lawns. And I'm like, do you know who's? Tra-? I'm being very nice. Yeah. I want to be clear. This is not the part where I'm thinking I'm an asshole. Like, do you know whose truck this is? I just need someone to move this truck. And everybody's like, oh, you got to talk to the boss man with fewer words. But if I did the impression correctly, you'd think I was racist. Right. <laughs> so I go to the next guy. He's like, you got to talk to the boss man. I go up to the boss man. And it's this old, old, old white guy. Very yeah. old white guy. Nice. <laughs> and I go, um, hey, and by this point I'm a little mad because it's taking me 10 minutes to find the yeah, boss man. Yeah, it's so fucking annoying. Yes. You got to ask all these people. Yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah. What is this, friendship? What are we rowing in the friendship? Why, can someone just point me to Thanks where he is? Thanks for being on my side uh, already. No, I'm saying, I, I know, I have I have a lot of rage in me. A lot of rage. Let's it's talk something about I have to, that. I have to deal with a lot. And so I... In situations like that, it's like if I have to ask a lot of people, it's like I, it's like you watch like a, like a video. Well, you start getting a, a more vi- angry. A video game level, the red gets higher and higher and higher. With each person, I so, have to ask whose truck it is. Yeah, I'm putting myself in your shoes. I'm just like, oh god, I'm getting a just, little bit more upset. Stoke the flames. It's the violation, really, of you blocked me in. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like. You didn't just park illegally, and there were plenty of spots you oh, could have parked fuck illegally. You. you decided to block oh, the one. There's no other car you could block in. Yeah. There's yeah. no other car you could block in. Yeah. You block me in. I had a friend who someone kept parking in his spot that lived like in his building and knew that was his spot. And I'm like, and you haven't shattered all of his windows? Oh, that's so funny. You know, it's like, it, like I'm saying. So it, it would, would feel go good. It would feel good. Like yeah. Michael Jackson. Like in you the know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Just smash it up. Mm-hmm. So I have that feeling, too, and I'm just like, ugh, I hate it. I get to the boss man. Now, I, I'm i just going to tell a story without any pop-ups of my yeah, own. Okay. Go up to old, old white man. And and then the, the young white man that uh, manages the building who's a friend of mine. Like, mm-hmm. we're friendly. Uh, and I like him. And I want him to like me. <laughs> so anyway, I'm talking to old, old white man. And I go, old, old white man, some one of the trucks is blocking me in. Okay. Someone's blocking me in and I need to leave. You're blocking me in. Yeah. Someone blocked me in. And he goes, it, like very deliberately in my mind, didn't say sorry. He goes, okay. And starts calling somebody on the phone. So he said, okay. And I'm like, motherfucker. Yeah. In my mind, I'm like, you fucking cocksucker. I'm yeah. Gonna fucking break your knee like Tom Cruise in collateral. Yeah. I swear to God. <laughs> it's going to be a sideways kick to your goddamn old man jeans. Yeah. They're going to be broken by your femur. I'm going to mm-hmm. tear your jeans with your fucking <laughs> femur, you old, brittle man. Yeah. I'm going to make a piano out of you. Yeah. You fuck. Shit can happen. That's what I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. Hating this man. Yeah. Because he didn't say sorry. And he, like, looked away. He was like, okay. And, like, looked. It starts making call, like, turns his back to me and all this stuff. And then he's like, uh, yeah, somebody move it. Like that. And I'm like, oh, somebody's going to move it? That's what I, so I'm being an asshole a little uh-huh. bit. I'm like, oh, somebody's going to move it. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep giving him opportunities to say I'm sorry. Right. So somebody's going to move the truck that's blocking me in or whatever. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like not looking at me still. Yeah. And then uh, I, this is what came out of my mouth. And as I'm telling the story now, I actually think I'm proud of myself in this moment. I'm not sure how what your diagnosis will be. I bet you're going to side with me. I said... Yeah, somebody moved the truck. I'm an old man. Make me into a piano. Uh, and I go, okay, I just think the parts that – I think the part that's missing is I'm sorry for blocking you in. That's all I said. Sure. That was the meanest thing I said. Uh-huh. And then he's like, oh, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. But I mean if you want an apology, 
And I go, I don't want an apology. What, this is what you're saying to me? This is what I said. I was like, yeah. you think I want an apology? You're supposed to apologize. You block one of your you, I didn't do it. Yeah, one of your employees blo- the conversation was over. Sure. And I just walked away. I'm like, this motherfucker, you've never apologized on behalf of one of your workers? Yeah. They're your employees. But here's the thing. That is an old old man. He probably sadly and yeah. I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and go out on the limb thinks every one of those Mexican dudes yes. in a sense is like an animal. He can barely control. <laughs> they look at him like this sad old shithead, yes. you know? And probably are just like, you know, why doesn't he, you know, talk to us yes. in a normal manner? Yes. He's just like, I can't control him. They right. park in front of shit. You're, Don't get mad at me. I think you're right. My dog shit on your lawn? Yeah. He got out. Yeah. And right. here's the thing. But if your dog shit on my lawn, you you'd would say, say sorry. You would say sorry. So he, yeah. he, he his mind there beneath you're, a dog. I, I think you're right. Yeah. I think I think that might have been and that is in I feel like I'm talking to your mother right now because that's one interesting uh, yeah, I think I, I think, think I think of. he was baffled that you would want an apology, or you know, from like a machine. D- yeah, like why like, would I these machines? That yeah, I, I have. didn't do it. Oh my god! But I, I wanted the whole rest of the day, and since it's happened, I've been in my mind going like, if I called Coca Cola and was like, I found a finger in my Coke, and the operator was like, well, I didn't do it. Yeah, I'd light Atlanta on fire. No. <laughs> That's where they make Coca Cola. Coca Cola, you know, McDonald's, any restaurant. It's business. There's someone's ball hair in my soup. Yeah. Oh my! I am so sorry, sir. Yes. It isn't my ball hair. I'm a woman. I didn't put it in. I didn't put it on there. Yeah. And that, I shaved. That obviously came out of a scrotum. But as the yes. manager, I apologized. Ah, uh, fuck him forever. Yeah, every dick. day, fuck him. Yeah. I want to write him a letter, yeah. handwritten every day that says, "Fuck you, you can, old man." Can, and those Mexicans have souls. They're people. <laughs> you son of a bitch. And this is their land, and California. The, the stamp I use is a Mexican with a soul. Like, yeah, like a soul coming. <laughs> A rich one, into- <laughs> a rich Mexican. <laughs> That's one of my yeah. favorite racist things in yeah. No Country for Old Men. The old woman goes, "You don't often see a Mexican in a suit," oh. and it's like one of those things that an so, old person yeah, would like, say. Uh, and then something your grandma says that makes every muscle in your back just can, yeah. just grip. Yeah, yeah. I, I had a, I had a woman scream at me. And then I put her back on the right track where I was parking, and I had, I think, like, NWA blaring in my car with the mm-hmm. windows up. Mm-hmm. And I parked, and I get out, and I turn, <laughs> I turn, and this woman goes, you are a fucking asshole. And I'm like, what? She's like, you knew I was parking there. You knew it. And I was like, what? And I look, and her car is behind mine. Evidently, she pulled out of her driveway to park in front of her house. Don't ask why. Yeah, I don't know why. Why would you ask? And why? I'm like, she's, she's. I'm like, I didn't know you wouldn't park here. She's like, you didn't hear me honking. You fucking heard me honking. I'm like, listen to me. I swear to God, I didn't. She's like, how? I'm like, listen to me a second. And I'm like, I. And t- typically in these situations, I'm just like, what? Shut up. You know, it's like yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. don't articulate well. Yeah. But I took a second. I breathed, and I was like. Okay, I was like, stop a second. Stop yelling at me. I was like, okay. okay, I had my music up very loud, and I couldn't hear you honking. Mm-hmm. I'm not some obstinate prick, okay? Mm-hmm. I don't know where I got that phrase. I've never used it before. Yes. But in my mind, I'm like, nailed it. Obstinate prick. Yes. That's what I'm not. I'm like, I would never. I was like, would you like this spot? I will perk f- I'll park further up the street. Yeah. And she's like, please. And I was like, okay. That's And so I got in my funny. car, and I parked. And I'm walking on the street, and she parked, and she. Gets I hope out. you got a spot like two she, spots up. Oh yeah, it wasn't even. It was plenty of shit, just like your story. Plenty yeah, of parking, yeah, 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 yeah. and 
she she turns to me, arms clenched at her side, like she's holding two buckets of water. Yeah, you can tell it kills her to say it. And she's yeah. like, "I'm sorry," and then goes in her house. Oh God! It ruined her to say, "I'm sorry." Yeah, she thought she had a moment that she could project all the shit, her hatred yeah. of her husband, yeah, her resentment of her children, right? Uh, the fact that she lives up the street from a very popular restaurant, and maybe sometimes is never parking, right? So much rage came at See, me that's that wasn't for me. Yeah, of course, that wasn't for me. That makes me wonder what I was going through that morning. Yeah, you but know you what didn't, I mean. Well, listen, and I'm biased because we're old friends. But what you said was fine. Yeah, you, I, you I, had... I wanted to stick up for the apology. Yeah. You I... stick up! <laughs> we live in a world. Who is this guy? Have an apology! This guy's a point of... They, they look at them as animals! Yeah, come on! Yeah. I thought it. I thought the phrasing was okay. I think yeah. the part that's missing is I'm sorry for blocking you in. Yeah, that's, that's all. not that bad. And it's it, fine. I just... That is fine. But it's been hurting me ever since I said it. I've yeah. been like... Because Pete, upswing, Pete... Mmm... Upswing Pete still would want a goddamn apology. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. You blocked me in. Mm-hmm. But I, you know what, what Upswing Pete does a lot of smile at babies? <laughs> I make a lot of – I've got a lot of good small talk today. I went to do a, sh- a clothing shop today and the, and the woman behind the counter was just covered in sunlight. <laughs> like it was 4 o'clock sun setting. She's just covered. Oh, yeah. And it's – here's it's the difference between me. a good day and a bad day. Good, a bad day, she goes, hi, welcome to the shop or whatever. And I'm like, Hi. Then I look at pants. Good day today. It's simple. Don't. I feel people are getting expectations up that I said something amazing. No, this is just what a, a happy Pete feels like. Yeah. She goes hello, and I go hi. And then there's a moment where you like smile, and then they smile. They're like, anything I can help you with? And I'm like, no, you're covered in sunlight, aren't you? She's like, yeah. <laughs> Try uh. not to get burned. Like I had moments like that all day. Nice. It's like this pheromone. This wonderful thing was happening all day. I, I, I went into the shop where they don't let you have a bag, and I had a bag with two hamburgers in it, and they, they had to check it. And then on the way back, I was like, did you eat my burgers? You know what I mean? Just like yeah. a little bit more play, sure. a little bit more joy in life. And yeah. she was, and then she did too, and she suddenly her day is a little bit better, and she's like, I did, yeah. And I'm a vegan too, so I broke 19 years of veganism just because they're yours. Uh, and I was like, you're a rascal. I want to chase you on a rascal scooter. I swear to God. I wish I had said that, but I no. didn't. But then I left. I mean, I don't know why I took a moment to tell you what a good day feels like. I think a lot of that is that it's now chilly in L.A. Mm-hmm. It's now a little cool out. Where yeah. we're, we're experiencing what people in the Midwest, who most of which are extremely nice. Yes. When you go to the Midwest, people are just, hello, on the street. Yeah. They're helping you. Yes. It's like that's – I feel a big part of that's the cold where it's like, hey, listen, we're all trapped in this building. Don't be an asshole. Uh, yep. We're all in this bar. Uh huh. Don't go. If you go outside, you'll die. Yep. This is Minneapolis. You we got to be good to each other. You got to be warm. Yeah. You have to have a warm personality mm-hmm. to give a little warmth to your dying Chicagoans. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I used to trudge in the snow to the Brown Line to to wait in the, those boxes, those heat boxes. It's yeah. an elevated train. Oof. I want to hear the sound of an elevated train. You want to be above the buildings so the wind hits you. Yes. Hence, that's the, right. hence the L. That's that's my opener when I do Chicago. I'm like, I love this town, but you guys are fucking stupid. Yeah, you built funny. an elevated train in the cold. That's great. It's winter 90% of the nothing year. nothing but tunnels. What's <laughs> wrong with that's you? That's what I say. The whole city should be underground. Yeah. You should go outside, outside for when Obama gives his speech and then yeah. back to the tunnels. Oh, I, I remember getting <laughs> off the train at my stop in Andersonville, middle of winter, freezing. 
and the train, and there's a guy running up the stairs, and he looked in the light of it. He was an old man. He looked like a an pro- old old man. He, old old man. <laughs> he looked like a prospector. He had some weird hat on, and he gets up there, and he's the only one. It was the middle of the night. I, he just got back from like a bartending shift. He gets up there, and he's like, "Wait!" And the train's doors shut, and he goes, "No!" And the train leaves, and he's just standing there in the light, looking over the distance. And it was so fucking sad. I walked away laughing. Not at him, but the moment. At the cosmic joke. The, co- the, the combination of, he was like Yosemite Sam missed the train. <laughs> Wait! <laughs> no! Like, he was so... It was like it's a good thing it didn't stay for him. His, he would have shot his no, guns into the ceiling. It was like ceiling. when someone yells at God in an old movie. No, no, like, like Liam Neeson in The Gray. Yeah. Oh fuck. Fine, I'll do it myself. And I like that movie. Yeah. And he was perfect. The light of the of the L perfectly oh. made him glow. But nowadays, oh. I just don't have as much grit. I love that story so so much, yes. and I don't have the grit that no I way. had at that time. No. If I woke up and it was snowing that much, that like. It goes up to your knees a little bit at certain points. Right. I'd go, fuck Bennigan's. What am I going to make, 40 bucks? Oh, yeah. I will burn Atlanta to the ground. I'm, I'm not going to Rock Bottom <laughs> Brewery today. Yeah. I'm not getting on this train. I'm not doing anything. Yeah. I, in fact, one of the reasons I love a good blanket of snow, there was one time when I was living in uh, Brooklyn that it snowed so serious that everything shut down. Uh. And, like power went out. It was gorgeous. It was like a Dar Williams song. <laughs> Mortal City, specifically. Oh, yeah, sure. I just heard a few hippie vaginas getting kind of moist nice. at that Dar Williams reference. Nice. But they're same gender loving. Yeah. They lay like it. <laughs> I do remember waiting in the snow and seeing the two lights in the distance that are higher than other cars, and you're like, the bus. Yeah. You're waiting for the bus. Course, like, it's sure. coming. Yeah. And Special then it'd come, time. Then it'd come, and it was like just a truck on, on Bigfoot wheels, and you're like, you want, want to hit them with a, like, just shoot a, a law rocket of at course. that truck. And turn it into a piano. I, I remember being next to a guy who was like, we're both we're both just standing there freezing, and like, it's just so cold. There's, there's no talking. You know, mm-hmm. We're just like, you know, keeping your warmth inside you. <laughs> and the train, and the bus comes. And it was nighttime, and the bus stopped. And the guy opened the door Night and was bus. like, "And was like, I'm only going as far as as uh, as uh, as North, as North Avenue, guys. Sorry." And we're on we're on like Clark and Fullerton. We're on mm-hmm, Clark, mm-hmm. heading heading south. Nuts on, you and, were a bunch of nuts on Clark. Nuts on Clark. We're leaving nuts on Clark. Thank you. And um, I said, uh, I the guy, I was like, okay, fine. And it was the bus driver was black, and this mm-hmm. is integral to the story. He shuts the doors and drives off. And this guy next to me, who's white. Turns to me and goes, bet if we were a couple hot black chicks, you would have picked us up, though, right? And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I had nothing to say. I'm just like, what the fuck does that mean? So left he would, he would He would ignore his orders to somehow hook up a threesome? <laughs> I don't know your logic, sir. And why only his race? Nothing. Why would it, he need, he, being a black man, he needs two black women? Not one Indonesian? Not not a mix. Yeah, one Asian, one white. Black guys hate white. And it was women. just like, what the fuck? Am I going to be? I'm I'm going to be racist with you now, sir. Me, you, me, and you were a racist team. Uh, I, I, when, and in my mind, when you're brought in on the race, and, and I've tried, I've tried to do that as a joke on stage, that story. And it, you know, I was like, it's not only cold outside now; it's racist as well. Yeah. But it's just not that funny. It's negative it's just, twenty with a chance of racism. Yeah, it's it's it was just like it just made it so much. It was as if he's like. Cold, huh? I'm like, yeah. And then he just throws a bucket of water on me. Yeah. How about now? You know what that was? That's when, uh, when uh, the what what animal is it that? I think it's a type of crab or something that will 
No, it's not a crab. It's something cuter. They'll uh, they'll send something out. They're trying to get, oh turtles. They try and get into the ocean, so they'll send one scout turtle out. Oh wow! And that's what. And then if he makes it, he gives a signal, and then all the turtles come out. How? How does a turtle give a signal? You know, he sends up a flare. Time to go, <laughs> you guys. The deepest voice turtle that resonates across the hills. Ask Mister Owl. <laughs> not looking good, guys. In he fact, just wants the ocean for himself. He wants them all to uh, die. Shouldn't have treated me so bad. You remind so that the boy to finish that yeah, analogy yeah, no, was he was saying one kind of racist thing to see if you liked it, and then then the yeah. next thing was going to be worse. Yeah, no, yeah. The, it's funny that I haven't thought about that. My my roommate in college was a biology major, and he told me about that, and he thought that I was the kind of guy that would be walking on the beach and I'd see the turtle, and a seagull would go to eat the turtle. And I would stop the seagull and I'd pick him up and I'd throw him in the ocean. And I'd be like, I did a good thing. And then the turtle gives the signal. And all the other hundreds of thousands of turtles come out. And there's seagulls everywhere. <laughs> and they just start eating all the turtles. You just made it worse. And like, no! I'm just trying to squat the seagulls. No! Hundreds of turtles eaten. Oh. <laughs> he made fun of me so hard for that. That's that was great. one of my favorite things. We haven't, it's been 90 minutes. We haven't uh, gone. We've just done comedy. Yeah. I've got to do sex now. It's been a lot of fun. No, I know. Oh, the show's not done. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying is we're basically one-third done, but that's not true. No. If that was true, like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. You are eating up a lot of iPod space doing your show. I know, we do. We have a lot of life space. No, if, if it was, you know, 90 minutes times three, I'm saying. No, I Oh, no. That's all I'm saying. Don't worry about it's it. It's a normal podcast length. This is. We usually go two hours. Okay. Yeah. Lately, two and a half hours. How you doing, Katie? People love when you talk on the show. You should say something. Uh, there it is. They heard none of that. <laughs> She'll go back and post. There it is. There it is. See? Um, let's talk about relationships. Okay. You have a lady. I do. I know her. Yes. Can we say her name? Yeah. Because I always say it wrong. Yeah. It's Kara. No, it's Kara. <laughs> Fuck you, man. Come on, man. It's Kara. You're fucking with me. It's Kara. No. Because you said Kara downstairs. No, downstairs I said Kara, and you said, no, it's Kara. You're no, you, fucking with me right now. Maybe we misunderstood each other, but I thought you, you said, I always, you always think, like, is it Kara? Is it Kara? Like, it's Kara. And then I go, it's Kara, because she cares. Mm-hmm. But it's, and then I was like, but that's wrong. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry if I fucked you up. I thought you just told me it's not Kara. Because mm. I thought I said Kara downstairs. If I, if I did it, it was a totally accident and I had a, I had a, I had a minor stroke. You like know you what? you talked about you had If before. your name is Kara mm-hmm. and I keep calling you Kara, guess what? Your name's Christina now. Sure. <laughs> if I don't remember someone's name, I give them a magical name. Uh, I do that. You're Euphocles. Filipina. It's good to see you. <laughs> what? No, like Philip, but a girl. Every, Not like Filipino. Every time I see your girlfriend, I have a panic attack. Because really? I go, is it Kara or Kara? Yeah, and the stakes are high. The yeah. stakes are... Hey, it happen- Listen, I went. it happens to her a lot. I went maybe six, seven years with Jen Kirkman thinking my name is Matt Bronner. Ha. Like, and I go, I still go with, there's this one casting uh, director that I ever, I've gone in for her dozens of times. Yes. Here's Matt Bronner to the producers, Bronger. Oh, I thought that was the G was silent. How many times? You know, can I say the G is not silent? Some of Kanye's plastic still says Kane. It's been a heavy hip hop episode. <laughs> um, so uh, she's in the biz. Yes, and uh, I'm always interested in who uh, who enjoys these 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 shenanigan men. Sure, these comedian yeah. fools. 
uh, you know, with your what with your you know crippling insecurity some mornings or sure. or career uncertainty or travel or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you found somebody that that is sympathetic to it because she she is in the biz. She, right. She works with comedians. Mm-hmm. So that worked out. Yeah, it was. It's a weird thing her working in the business and me doing my thing. But it was like, you know, for a while we had a. Uh, a, bi- a bit of a secret affair, you know. She was, she was. Oh, because of we the were stigma. Friend, we were friends of a long, a long time, and she yeah, was, because... she was married. She was married. We were friends a long time. Yeah, I, I and knew a, that. The marriage, the marriage fell apart, and then you know later on we got together. Sure. But it was like I remember that time, and we went to a party. It was after her. It was well after her divorce. Yeah. And I thought I got the feeling that you were dating. Right. Because. I'm about to make it weird. Not that weird. We were fucking. Were, were you? you fucked on the table. That's right. And I said, is this is a gangbang? Is it real? Can I get in on this? And you went, no, this is a committed relationship. me. And she covered your mouth. Yeah. No. And she's like, don't speak. Like, you weren't even there. It was weird. <laughs> no, but I got the sense because someone uh, made a joke at her expense. And uh, you were a little drunk. You were a little lit. And it doesn't I've, sound like me. And I've seen get it, everyone that knows me. I've seen lit brongies get real mad for other people. Yeah, it's actually kind of nice. Like on my live podcast, uh, you yelled, "Who the fuck leaves Pete Holmes?" Which I thought not that you were drunk. Who the fuck hates Pete Holmes? Who the fuck leaves Pete Holmes? Leaves, leaves, leaves. Regarding right, my yeah. ex, yeah, which I thought was amazing. And I I've still seen... feel bad. I called her a frigid bitch on the on your show. She doesn't listen to the show. I know, but. It's... <laughs> I don't like I don't like I don't like going gender specific with with put downs. I know? understand, but guys, I, like are... I love that Matt Dwyer is just like ah, I was out on a date with this dipshit, and it's like who, and he's like her name's Samantha. Yeah, I love it. I love it that he calls women dipshits. When did we start calling sounds... women assholes too? That that I like seems that a lot. New. I like that a lot. When did we start calling any game with a ball a ball game? Yeah, I remember when ball game meant baseball, mm-hmm. and now they're like it was just that. Got, now we got a ball game: the Pistons against the Bulls. Everything's out of hand. Thanks. Yeah, I thought of thanks, teams. Apple. <laughs> Why is it Apple? It's just it, blame everything on Apple. I do every day. I mm-hmm. do those jerks. Everything's all white. I think the part that's missing is we want a black iPod. Right? We, yeah. <laughs> they, they have those. I know. I, yeah. I know. But I get so mad. Um, so dating in the biz, and then so now we got secret affair. Mm-hmm. Oh, we also got Rongi's being like, "Hey, you respect that lady." Yeah. Basically, that's how yeah. you were being. I remember. I remember. I remember being. Do you remember that night? It, it was at Jeff Ross's house. I do. Yeah, I do. You got real mad. Yeah, I didn't did. you? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, and that's when I was like, oh, I think they might. He be. liked. He liked. He like touched her tit. You know. Oh yeah. And I was just like, hey man, you know. But you know, we thought it was a free. It was me. We thought it was a free tit to touch. I'm yeah, kidding. I know. Everyone thought it was everybody's titty. So there's a part of us that's like, no. You know, it's probably always a bad move to touch someone's boob. Yeah. You don't have prior permission? Unless, even in Amsterdam, you got to negotiate that shit. Yeah, you do. You do. I know that from a story. I think there's certain southern (laughs) states you can just slap one, but they'll slap your dick first, let you know. When I was a kid, all I wanted was boobies. Wish that was real. Where every day, there was one day a year you can grab anyone's boobies. (laughs) But when we were kids in high school, we were like, that'd be great. But what about your sister? And then we'd be like, forget it. And there are always exceptions. Uh, Shit. Yeah, I guess why no do I have a day. why do I have a mom? I know. Ruins booby day. Yeah. <laughs> all, got, her, all her love and support. Uh, you gotta squeeze them. Ugh. You gotta squeeze Someone's them. Someone's gonna. If you yeah. see boobs, you have to squeeze them you on gotta. booby day. Mom, dad wakes me up on booby day. I remember do you You're you're making me think of times I've been I've been drunk and defensive and not in defensive in like 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 hey why are you saying that about me when I've come to other people? Yeah. Do you remember New Year's Eve yes. last year? Yes. We kissed on the mouth. Kiss on the mouth. 
And uh, which was lovely because I had no one to kiss. So Papa Bronchus, yeah, I was like New Year's in. Eve, you get kisses. Yeah, um, it was hilarious. Yeah. That was my first name. I, 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 I ignore sexual mores. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but this mons. this guy was just saying like was like we've known him for years. I won't say who it is, but he he was drunk and I could smell the cocaine on him coming out of his mouth. I want you to. And he was saying, he was saying, would you write who it is? Yeah. I want to participate. <laughs> he, he was saying, he was, he was. Trust just, me, you don't even know this. He was, person. No one knows. No, they don't know. He's, he, he, he's uh, funny comedian, but he was like wasted. And he I was remember like, this. he was like, what? What if I killed Pete? What if I just? I remember Pete? this. And what if I just killed him? And it was making me mad. I was like, why would you say something so fucked up? Like, don't. Because it'd be one thing if you're like, I mean, even if you're sober, like, what if I killed you? What if I killed you? Like, yeah. what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? I he's remember like, this. What if I? What if I killed you? To me, yeah, and I was like, "What are you talking?" And he, I was like, "I was like, you threaten to kill me or threaten to kill Pete, I'll fucking kill you." Yeah, yeah, think yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah, and I just yeah. turned on my heel and went in the house. Yeah, I left. I just left a threat on his chest. You know, Broggy, fuck off. And it was like I would never kill anyone, but it made I me know. so angry. I know. I had visions of a shovel and a big trunk. I've had uh, moments, very few, and you've been most of them, where someone gets really mad for me. Yeah, and I kind of liked it. I, I shouldn't uh, in, in, uh, encourage your binge drinking, but there, <laughs> there is some nobility to trying it. Trying to cut down. Trying to cut down. Are you really? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm be, it's like I, I only drink on the weekends, but it's like- Really? How do you do generally, that? Well, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll may have a, a beer or two at a show. Isn't that or, funny? I'll wake yeah. up and I'll be like, I didn't drink last night. Pete, you had four beers. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't drink beer, but I dr- I'll yeah. drink four drinks, and I'm, I'll well, count that as- like, I, Ironically, it's like, you know, it's like as I've gotten older, it just it just works on me more. Yes. You know, like uh, I don't have the capacity I had, and also my hangovers are so much more brutal. But mm-hmm. then on the weekend, sometimes I'll just be having such a good time. I'm one of those people where I don't reckon, I don't think of myself as an alcoholic. I just don't want the fun to end, mm-hmm. and I don't really do any other drugs than alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, w- except for maybe pot. And the thing is, like Carol will tell you, like I'm such an asshole. It's Carl. We'll come back drunk. <laughs> we'll come back drunk, and I'll be like, "Let's smoke weed," and she's like, "Shut up!" Yeah. And I'll be getting the pipe out, like, yeah, "No, yeah, 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 do yeah. it before you go out," yeah, which yeah, I feel yeah, like yeah, I should yeah. probably do, so then I'll drink less. Yeah. But I'm just like one of those people. Where I'm just like. I want the fun to keep going on, so let's smoke yeah. this weed, and yeah. I'll pass out and be angry in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Why did so, I smoke weed? You know, it's it's just it's just me being a, like you called yourself a doofus. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a doofus. A that lumbering way. doofus. Lumbering. We're doofus. both lum- we lumber. Oh fuck yeah, I lumber. You, we lumbered around this co- uh, comic book shop. We did. The show. <laughs> we we did. lumbered around. Yeah. So uh, how long have you? So tell me about the secret dating. Little uh, the secret that dating, has to be difficult. That was maybe a couple months, and then. Uh, That's gotta I was, be hard, right? I started going. We broke up. We broke up. And you I started, secret broke up. Well, we were we were no, we were together. We were together like la, la, New Year's. New Year's was more, more of a kind of an official thing. And then about a month later, I, I we broke up, and I started going to therapy. Uh, I wasn't going to therapy. I was before, but she wasn't doing much for me. And I found a a, a, a therapy that specializes in relationships mm-hmm. uh, therapy as well as. Someone around my age, someone who, uh, and not to say my exact age, but around our age, you know, in his mm-hmm, 30s, mm-hmm. and just someone who I vibed with. And he kind of got where I was coming from before my current girlfriend and I had on and off relationships for about eight to 10 years. Mm-hmm. Nothing exactly official, nothing, you know, holding hands ish. And I was kind of like, what's wrong with me? And I wanted to kind of know. Um, so, you know, I did. I, I in therapy had, realized you wanted to go back. Um, yeah, and we we started talking, and you know, it 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 worked out, and it and it's 
you know, it's 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 one of those things where it's not it's not easy. It's but not because perfect, you're in but the business together, you probably were talking. Oh yeah. Anyway, oh, you for would sure. see her out for sure. I see her out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we we'd see, see each other. We just um, yeah. It's one of those things. Like, it's not perfect. It's not easy. But it it's 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 good so far. Yeah. You know, but it's good. Yeah. It but, seems like one of those things that would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it's great, yeah. And I'm not. I'm not. I didn't mean to curse it it's like just, that man who missed the no, train. No, no. It's it's. She's a she's a she's a great you know partner in crime. We and, both just and waved to Emily so yeah, sweetly. We did. We didn't even see like I a, saw like you. a team. Yeah, like we're brothers. Hi, Emily. It's hey, it's us. Yeah. Uh, so uh, please, I'm sorry. Keep going. No, but that's that's it. Okay, that's all. Um. So, y- but you, I mean, you had uh, um, you you've had it's like. You know, and you've had a couple girlfriends I've yeah. known, and you've been like I was in my twenties, where you were like a boyfriend guy. Yes. you know, you always had a girlfriend. I did as yeah. long as I knew you. Yeah, well, up until you know. the past two years, mm-hmm. basically, that's yeah. been the case. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's funny. I've never said this on the show, but when uh, my ex and I started dating, we were secret because we were reenactors. Uh-huh. in Salem, and we were working together yeah. in Puritan garb, and then we uh, made out. Which is a huge deal for old Petey uh, Knickers. <laughs> I always have Petey pants, but Petey Knickers. Uh, and I gave her a hickey because I don't know what I'm doing. Sure. I didn't know what I was doing. Where? On the vagina. <laughs> no, Who would no, know? no, Who would know? no. Besides her going, no. oh, that bitches. Is that cherry pie? <laughs> I'm Schwarzenegger down there. Yeah. <laughs> Give him the job. That's what I call my bed. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't just make a joke about having a search warrant. Oh my! God. To get inside a vagina. Good. Very good. Very bad. Very so. I bad. had to share it's it. So bad. It's I couldn't. Good. I was like, I'm not going to walk out of this building without sharing my shit joke. Why wouldn't you? No, that's who what the, wants that's to what live in that like this world. Or four. Yes, you're not doing a tight seven. This is a safe this space. Is, this is just being real. I didn't go down on her for a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> like you went completely real with it. I just wanted to be clear. For some reason, you always grip my elbows when we do it. Uh, very hard. Well, like, like I wanted to just go real weird. Like, <laughs> like no one was even talking about. Like, what? Yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't have another real thing. You gave her a hickey. I gave yeah. her a hickey on the neck. On the neck. Yeah. And now she's playing Bridget Bishop, you know, being accused of witchcraft. Right, yeah. April 19th, 1692. And uh, she had a hickey, and we didn't want the whole cast to know that uh, I had... So this is my secret relationship story. Okay. So we didn't want everyone to know that I had given her a hickey, because, I don't know, we, we worked together. So my friend Daniel, we decided we would say that he gave it to her as a joke. I don't know why I couldn't have given it to her as a joke. <laughs> It was so weird. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hated that lie. It hurt me so bad. Did you have any? You did it. Yeah. Yeah, because I did. I got some. Uh huh. Yeah. I also remember one day rolling up my soccer socks, you know, 1692 style up to the knee. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy. And uh, this other cast member, Tony, goes, Somebody got lucky last night. And I had. And but then no one knew, and I had to be like, <laughs> no, just I had yeah. frosted flakes. So secret relationship that never happened. There weren't moments where you wanted to be like, I'm dating Kara. Yeah, I mean, sure, sure. I mean, there, were, but it's like I don't know. It's like I've always been. I I kind of not that I liked it secret, but I'm like I'm a person that will never, as long as I live, put a relationship status on Facebook. Mm. I I just don't like people knowing my business. Mm-hmm. I don't care that my friends do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll put it this way. She's on Instagram. 
but only lets her friends see her Instagram. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how I am with my life. Hmm. Like, I want my friends to know. I want my family to know. But it's, it's, if someone asks me, I'll be like, yeah, we're together. Yes. But it's like, it's not, I'm, I never understood the, I want to shout my love from a mountain. Yes. I've never been that person. I understand. You know? I'm fortunate that uh, I, I, that's one of my only values that I was like, I don't put relationship status on Facebook. I just don't. Yeah, I, I don't it's, it's do weird. It's weird. It's weird because I remember going on Facebook and taking down my relationship. Like, I just had like... I had Matt is single and I took it down. Yeah. Just because I didn't want it. It's like when I first got on Facebook, I just like all of a sudden know what the t- fuck to do with it. And then I had all these people commenting like, ooh, who's the yeah, lucky yeah, late? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not, I, did, I took all status down. That's yeah. all. You know, you couldn't, it, it bugged me. You couldn't do that on MySpace. That's how long ago I was, excuse me. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how long ago I was married. Uh, so I had my friend Amir, not Amir Blumenfeld, Amir Cohen at College Humor, who was doing coding for them, uh-huh. figure out how to go into the HTML and turn the text of the relationship status white so it would blend into the background. Oh, That's how we got rid of it because I, I was humiliated to change it to divorce. Oh, yeah. And I went to my MySpace page recently. I got over the fear of people seeing my last login date. Sure. <laughs> and I just went for it. Yeah. And the HTML wore off, and now it says Pete is married. I yeah. thought it was really funny. I went through well, my old emails. I recommend it. Yeah. Go to your MySpace page oh. and look at the kind of emails you were writing. Oh, boy. Who was in your top 20? Fuck. It was a weird group. Yeah, it was weird. People I don't talk to. Yeah. For a decade. Couple of, a couple, couple people I was fans of who I'd never met. Yeah. You know? Of course. Yeah. Weird. And a couple political ones. Mm-hmm. Christian Finnegan and I weren't that close, but I remember he put me in his top eight, so I was like, Christian Finnegan's in my top eight hey, now. Pretty great. Political. Pretty sweet. Gotta get him. I, I gotta get him on the show. He's a yeah. He's a weird son of a bitch. It's it's funny. I don't even... To, oh, we have to burn him. To me, the... the yeah. Fuck that uh, guy. <laughs> that guy got skinny to wear a vest. Um, the uh, oh my god! Are you kidding? Which I understand. You couldn't do that better if you had twenty minutes to think about I it. Underst- Christian Finnegan, guy who got skinny to wear a vest. To my next. next, yeah, killer dude. You can't wear those vests unless you have a good frame, and that guy got himself a good frame. Yeah, he did right you know? before his wedding. Yeah, he looked. I mean, I, I want to look like an old timey bartender. Uh, I want to look like I know how to make a penicillin. I, I saw a bouncer with like big arms and like a skinny middle and a tight t- and his. The knotted tie, yeah. and the sleeves rolled up. I was like, like an exclamation like point. You're throwing barrels around. Yeah. It looks so cool. Do you throw barrels at your foes? I do. I do. I do. <laughs> I Donkey Kong them. That's what I do. <laughs> Nathan Trenholm. <laughs> I don't know why I thought of it. Oh, yeah. Donkey Punk. He had a bit about donkey punches. Donkey punch. Yeah. He had a lot of filthy shit. Um, um, yes. What was it? Um, By the way, every time Cherry Pie comes up, I just think about that girl and wanting to jerk it to that girl so bad. She yeah. had big bazoombies and she was on roller skates, which means yeah. you, you could get her. You sure. Could, you could catch her. Did, did you read uh, just find sand Motley Crue's The Dirt? Sand or stairs, you get her. Tommy Lee has a whole thing about seeing that video and having to hook up with her and started dating her and then she got into drugs and he never saw her again. Really? So I can't mm. think of that video without thinking, oh, you're like dead. What about this video? No. With you, that, that song for every kid in his in his youth was. Ah, what a masturbate! Yeah. I hope Chris Isaac isn't on the screen when I come. My tiny hey. premature load, my fourteen year old load, <laughs> to, this, to this vaunted perfume ad with a song over it. <laughs> Black and did white. Did make ad. when you if you watch that video at the end of it, you were wearing perfume. Yeah, obs- you had perfume obsession <laughs> at, the very, at the very end, and that was a child in that video. 
It was like a young yeah. girl, I remember. Well, it, they had an original video with just him on stage playing guitar with his band. Yeah. And that was like like something out of Talking Heads, True Stories, like that movie with all that kind of like old, cool, kitschy country western stuff. Okay. And to me, that was a lot more haunting. That I was just like, where are they? What is that weird bar? And then it became this, and I was like, oh man! Uh, like you, t- he, he took the advice of someone that repped him or something. And now, like, but it now it, it's iconic stuff of legend. It's iconic, and that no. I mean, <laughs> so I, I lost my virginity to that video. No, no, I don't remember that. The first time I jade off, no impetus, just just me in my mind. Yeah, just me and thinking about a teacher. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I wasn't watching anything. Hot for teacher. First time. Yeah, I always had a crush on my teachers. Did you? Yeah, I never really had hot teachers. Always like the the teachers more than the girls my age. Mm. Isn't that weird? Is that weird? No, not at all. They had boobies and shit. I that's like when what am I, guy, I, I going to do with this when, thing? When guys are like younger, the better. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, girl next to you. You couldn't see, but I gestured next to me Sorry. with my thumb. Sorry, Sarah. I brought my cousin Sarah. She's. Thirteen. She's here. Uh, no. What am I going to do with this thing? Do you, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Like the, the whole, you know, like oh, the younger the better. It's like yeah. what that awkward girl in braces that yeah. doesn't know uh, how to talk yet. That's not yeah, sexy. No. Like, I mean, hey, God bless her. Marin has a bit about this. He goes, "It's the grip." That's oh, what he says. oh, it's the grip. Oh, Marin. Yeah, it's the same thing. Polydent and young girls. It's all about the grip. <laughs> I'll be here all week. Oof. I actually won't. I leave tomorrow. <laughs> Where are you going? Last podcast for a while. Going to the Gramercy to do uh, New York City. Oh, man. That's where I tape my special. It is? Yeah. Shovel Fighter? Yeah. Available now on iTunes? That's right. That started as real, and then I <laughs> was like, you. what a good time to Thank plug you it. Thank you for plugging, yeah. Oh, you're the best. That album yeah. will sell like fucking hotcakes. I'm sure. With or without me. People, people like your podcast. and oh, by, sure. you know. But yeah, that, what a great theater. Who? You, I love it. Are you, you doing like an extravaganza? It's a crisp a Christmas celebration. This cool. Won't, this won't come. This will come out after it, which is so cheesy, um, because we take a little time off on the holiday. Oh, yeah. But uh, Joe DeRosa will open, and a great guy from Boston, Joe List, is opening, and we might throw somebody else on there. But I, nice. I like doing a long show, uh, you know, if, if it's a good crowd and everything. So it'll probably just be them and me. Yeah, that's such a great. Isn't it weird when room. this comes out? I'll have done it. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I just feel like I tempted fate. Now I'm going to like have a oh, heart attack or fuck. something. No, no shut <laughs> up. Uh, and then you're, you're mad yeah. at me because I just threatened. What if do I you, do? You get that, do you get that too in like 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 high anxiety situations or strange situations? You're like, I wonder if some just will fail in my body. You know, yeah, not necessarily heart, but like a a a, a, a blood clot or something will burst in your brain. More and more. Mm-hmm. You know, I I just was like. I dated a girl who smoked, and because I, I, I was a coward and weak at the time, I just smoked as well. Not sure. a lot. We're talking like three a day. But then on heavy days, you'd have like I, – I went for it. Yeah. Um, and smoked maybe 10 or something uh-huh. in a day. That would be a lot. And then I remember the day I quit was I was in the shower, and I hocked something up. I'm sorry to be gross, but it smelled – like I was smoking in the shower. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. Then I went to the doctor a couple years later, and they were like – I was like, uh, you know, physical, and they're like, do you smoke? And I was like, I smoked for a brief period, like about five months, a couple a day. And they were like, how long ago? And I was like, it was like a year and a half ago. And they were like, oh, you've regenerated. Your, your, your lungs regenerated yeah. entirely. And I was like, oh, that, like, that's a good thing to remember. Yeah. You have like pristine lungs. Keep them. Keep them that way. Keep them that way. Because like all these things, strokes and clots and fuck, I don't want to give them – a leg up. Right. I don't want to be the fat guy that you were talking about. CC smoking. Yeah. You're like, what are you doing? Rolling the dice into the corner, just like snake eyes. Yeah. 
Here it comes. I I had I knew a guy who was like an older guy that still kind of like partied and stuff, and he had one of those Chicago doctors that was just like you know you can eat red meat, whatever. But he just said to him, he's like, you know, outside of being a maniac, you can do anything you want, just don't smoke. Yeah. So he said he's like it's the worst thing. Yeah. It's like how dentists say, like, Coca Cola is the worst thing you can put in your mouth. You know, it's like they're just with doctors, they're just like smoking. Just it, you know, it's funny. It is the fucking worst. My friend Kenya, who did the show, his wife is a is a is a, I believe she's a nurse, but I yeah, I think she's like a head nurse or something. Anyway, she said the the people coming to the hospital for three things: smoking, drinking, uh oh, and eating. So he's like, if you're a fat ass or a drunk or a smoker, uh, that's why people are in the hospital. Huh? And I I've been trying to wrap myself. Around that idea, because you know I, I enjoy the the beverages. Yeah, we all do. <laughs> we all do. Sure. And uh, but then I'm trying to really wrap myself my brain around the idea that this is just this is just my vehicle. Right. This is just this is the, my casing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I should preserve it. Right. But it's so hard. It's so hard. Well, I mean, you exercise. I exercise. You know, a little, little bit. I mean, you know, you 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 you're not eating. Fast food, like I feel like fast food is like the my, de- the devil. Yeah, my, like it's, my diet it, trans is good. fats just yeah. fuck you up so bad. All my fat is is booze. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think all my fat is just uh, a good time. Sure, you got that good time fat. Got that good time fat on me. I was just telling my therapist today. I have all these teas in my house. I have so much tea in my house that you would do a joke about how much tea I have. In my I don't know. You like tea so much. Love tea. This is tea. Oh, okay. Um, love tea. But then I go through periods where I don't drink tea at all. And huh. I'm just standing in my kitchen, like, with my boxers, like, half down my ass, just, like, wobbling with a glass of vodka, just going, like, who the fuck drinks all this tea? I should throw away this tea. <laughs> Six months later, I'm, like, hiking and drinking tea. There's, like, two Pete's. Yeah. I get it. There's I get Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hunt. There's two of all of us. Yeah, at least, at least. At two. least two. Yeah. So many. And all and there's Flockatards, Pete. Mm-hmm. And there's fucking tea, Pete. And there's upswing, Pete, that thinks we won't always be desperate. And then there's sad, Pete, play the national jerk-off on your own face. Fuck everything. You know what I feel like is the person that's always <laughs> the same is a sociopath. You know, yeah, you're goddamn. When, right. I, when I tape my half hour special, I remember. How do you get that networking? And it, yeah, friends just fucking bothering people at parties. Weird. That's how you get funny. Because I've been bothering people. Yeah, keep it up, man. <laughs> Hang out. Hang out around places where where, where movers shake. Um, and Andy we, Andy Kindler was doing his too, and I, I went in and gave him my. They they did the rundown of like what you can and can't say. Yeah, and then he did got the same thing. And we were, I think I was going out, he was going in. I can't say shit. I can't both. say fuck. And one third yeah. thing. And uh, he uh, he 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 said he said to me, "Are you doing it tonight too?" Right? I was like, "Yeah." And he's like, "He's like, are you nervous?" I was like, "Sure." He's like, he, or he's like, he ner- he's like, he cut himself off. He's like, you nervous? Do you get nervous? And I'm like, yeah, I get nervous, Andy. He's like, and I said, I feel like the only people who don't get nervous are doing stand up are are sociopaths. Yeah, they just have this cold right. ice in their veins. Yeah, that it's just weird. You yes, know, it's I like, agree. I mean, to think that it, it ebbs and flows. But you, that what you're saying is a beautiful thing. Having crazy times, having bad ideas, drinking vodka, wobbling half-ass boxer, tea, fuck, throwaway guy. <laughs> all those insane things make me not insane. Yes, for sure. The insane guy might be, you know, up whittling and shit. I don't know what they, mm-hmm. I don't know what people do. Making their own gum. Yeah. Or or always. <laughs> I remember like they said they said Sammy Davis Jr. would like he didn't get <laughs> drunk, but he would always be just sipping something. 
Yeah. Always. Yeah. You know, always just had alcohol on, like, with him. Yeah. To the point where he was so skinny, he had, like, his liver was sticking out. He was a black chini. You know, <laughs> yeah. You mean black chini? Black chini. Josh chini. Josh chini. Another Google him. And, but it was like, I heard that and it was like, ew. Like, you imagine your liver just burp. Just poking out your body. Ooh. Like, come on, man. See, that's what makes Josh Cheney and Black Cheney so off-putting, is when you see the frame just boiled down. And you see his, Put a little his, fat on his, that so I can forget that an, we all die. Organ sticking yeah. out. I can see your Wait, pancreas, that's an, mate. That's in all of us? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I was trying to forget that I have that okay. liver. So we have a, both a small and a large intestine. You, I'm looking at your naked body, and you look like the cow on a steak menu. Your chest is shaking with every heartbeat. I can take your pulse by looking at your neck. We are doing some I can killer take your pulse by looking at you from across the room. Yeah. <laughs> if you close your eyes and you can see your pulse. You seem excited. Eat eat some cookie dough. Yeah. You just see blood flowing yeah. throughout him. That's why this comes up a lot. I, I I love all different types of women, but I enjoy the 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 you know, a little bit thicker woman. Sure. Because it's great cuz yeah. I'm not seeing the liver. No. I'm just seeing No, it's 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 naturalness. Yeah, you know. Well, that's I, like I, I would have fit like, in in the Renaissance. I Look feel at all like the paintings. Like, me and Ruben kicking it. <laughs> I feel like I feel like uh, I was more of a clay man. I, uh, I feel like that whole thing we were saying about like a too hot girl that you're like the yeah. fuck out of here. Yeah. Like if you see someone, some woman that's insanely fit, yeah. it's also like get the fuck out. If or you, a dude, yeah. like a dude walking around, like he's not jogging, yeah. he's just walking around with no shirt on, and he's just ripped as yeah. shit in incredible get the shape. Fuck out, fuck of out of my face! And if you're a lady and you have abs, go find someone else with abs. Abs yeah. find abs. Abs attracts abs. They do. Abs doesn't want no they abs. Do. They want if you lock them together, it's like a puzzle. Yeah, and they go, it's happening. Right. And like, then you drink an energy It's drink. like a hammer on an anvil. You've yeah. got to hit the hammer yes, on the anvil. Yes, of course. You don't want to put... You have an anvil and you just put flubber on yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Nobody wants that. Nobody you wants that. You work so hard for something I don't care about. <laughs> Go find someone who wants to sketch you. Let me, put this, let me put this scoop of vanilla ice cream on this chicken yes. breast you just grilled. You look like the pound sign and I'm the zero. <laughs> We're next to each other, but we shouldn't be. What is this? The best show? Is this the best show? It's pretty great. It's a pretty great show. <laughs> uh, how stom- great- Next on how stomachs meet stomachs. Oh God, so much comedy. We just hit two hours. Let's wrap it with God. Okay. Um, God. Do I believe in God? Know what you're saying? I don't yeah, know. God. <laughs> I wanted to see what you would do with oh. God? Question mark. That's what I thought you meant. Yeah. No. Oh. Yeah. Take that as you will. I mean, yeah. Okay. I can be much more specific. Die over. It's over. Right. Dead? Over? Yeah. That's a question. Mm. I, I, I go with, I go, I go with, and it's been said a billion times by New Agers, I go with energy's got to go somewhere. Yes. It's got to go somewhere. We know, we know energy. Energy uh, never dies. To me, it's an energy. And that's all. It, I don't know. I don't know where it goes. I don't know if we're, you know, I don't know. And, and it might, it probably, I put it this way. I believe in God, but I'm smart enough to know how fucking ridiculous that belief is. There you go. That's how I feel. Wow, I'm in your kitchen. And I don't know. You making muffins? It you know, smells great. It's it's so weird to even say you believe in God because it's just what? What? No, I got it. But it's like I don't know. Can I put a weird one? Me go and ahead. me and Moshe, I put it this way. We're just like I don't know. There's something. Yeah. You know. Hey, I don't know. Hey, it's Moshe. That's his hey, voicemail. Hey. <laughs> hey, it's Moshe. Leave me a message. I I always bust his balls because it sounds like he's nudging you in the morning. Yeah. Hey, it's Moshe. Hey. You want some coffee? <laughs> hey, it's Moshe. You want to go again? <laughs> Fuck off, Moshe. 
Hey, it's Moshe. <laughs> you want to go again? Yeah, you want to go again? Wait, we had sex? Oh, yeah. God. Fucking, <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> terrible. It sounded like Rivers Cuomo, but it was oh. inappropriate to say. <laughs> I really want to say Rivers Homo. Rivers Homo. <laughs> Rivers Homo. We got everyone has, he's, he's, almost not, everyone has to get that's burned. That's why. That's everyone why. Has, everyone has to get burned. That's why. I just saw fucking Kumail come in. Yeah. Uh, the do- oh, God. The door. And this is going to blow your mind. Yes. He had a zip-up hoodie on. Everyone has uh, to get burned. Everyone has to get burned. And an ill-fitting T-shirt. Too yep. tight, Emily. Oh my God! You can take my pulse looking at my pecs. This is offending me because it sounds too much like a typical Indian kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. It was custom made for him. Yeah. Here's the weird God thing I was going to put. Rivers Homo. Come on, that's great. That's pretty great. Rivers Homo. I couldn't love gay people more. Me neither. Um, what if the entire world ends, like right. Mayan style? Uh-huh. That really changed. Like, if you die, I can handle that. I go, I, I mean this. Matt's dead. I felt his soul leave. Again, like the gray. I felt something leave. Like, uh, life left his eyes. His soul is now going to be processed in the afterlife DMV. Sure. Or, but when everyone dies at the same time, it seems like a system overload. And then I'm like, nah, we're just gone. There's no earth. We're all gone. Yeah. Like, there's no home for, for us. Sure. But it, that can't be right. Mm-hmm. Energy, it all goes somewhere into the universe, which yeah. is never ending. The it, fuck is it, happening? It, everything's so much bigger than we can ever imagine. I know. So why the fuck do anything, right? There's like a big fanfare just hits right there when, when you just when you finally just give up on everything. Yes. Horns come out of the yes. sky. You nailed it. You why get out of bed? Uh, I'm kidding. Except it's fun too. In, unless you're Moshe and you stay in bed. Yes, all the time. Hey, you want to stay in bed all day? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so that's a good God answer. I feel satisfied. Cool. I, I don't feel like we really need to get into it. No. Nah. You believe in something. Yeah. Some days I love getting into it. Other days I'm like, I got it. I th- yeah, I think I think we covered a lot of fucking ground. Here. I think God was throughout the podcast. Yes, he was. As he, you know. He- <laughs> As he always is. I don't know why I just thought of the phrase that I just I sang this down my dorm hall once and yes. made like three people in their rooms laugh. <laughs> what if God made fun of Gus? Because there's a guy I went to school with named Gus who always just walked around with a wife beater on and had muscular arms and like could, a guy that you could tell loved himself. Uh-huh. Just like, oh man, I'm so and he was a handsome man. Uh-huh. But I was just I just what saying, if what if God, God made, made fun, fun of, of Gus? Gus? Just a stranger on the bus. You're a magic man. Let me go over everything on here. There's the name of the person you couldn't say. Hurt. I just wrote hurt. Oh, because you didn't do the podcast. Mad TV. Who cares? Yeah, who cares? Listen podcast, to any yeah. other podcast you've been on. I'm sure they asked you about that. Right. Cat calling. Yay or nay. That's where I was trying to go. Because my therapist oh, is trying to be nay. like, if you see a hot girl, why not be like, oh, you look great. Or whatever. You can you can compliment a woman on her looks, definitely. Yeah. But catcalling technically is like yelling across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that makes them a, a I sexual I mean, target. you're in a bank and the woman walks up and she takes your breath away and you go, you can just say, ah, shit. Maybe yeah, just yeah, that. yeah. 
That'd be funny, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Long, and as long as it's just a one-off and you're not actually... Yeah. It goes back to what we said, purification of motive. That you're not like, man, you're hot. We want to do something later? Yeah, you know, yeah, then she's yeah, obligated. Yeah. You know. You're right. You're yeah. right. Roasts. We talked about that. MTV Cherry Pie, Jerking Off. Julian, Lumbering Idiot. <laughs> Part That's Missing? What does that mean? I think that's life. I think there's always something missing. Part that's missing. I, I'm guessing. I'm here. I'm just... I wrote down part that's missing. Weird. And then these are the bits we came up with. Sex Bronger, Angela Lansbury. I thought that was pretty funny. That was funny. Flock of Tards. Yes. And then merge that into my bit about how in Boston they still say retard. Nice. Thanks for helping out. <laughs> Whatever I can help with. That's good. Papa, I'm so glad you did the show. It man. was fantastic. You're one Pete. of my absolute favorites. Yeah, no, I love you. You know I love you too, man. Sincerely. Yeah. Stay, stay you. Stay you. Be you. Boston University, baby. Be Boston. you. <laughs> oh, can I just, can I burn you real quick? Yeah, please. You, when we did the roast and you said that my jokes are, they're like, there's so much more sound and noises than they are actual material. Yeah. You said you, I make, I make, oh, fuck, uh. A car- oh, he- carrot top look like sound like Mitch Hedberg is what you said. Yes, and it hurt me, and I was like, "You mother!" Because I I say that about so many of my jokes. I don't think they're all like that. But then I was just like in my mind, I'm like, "Pierce, ah, Pierce, ah, you motherfucker! Are you? That is the retort. Are you roasting a mirror? You yeah. son of a bitch! Yeah, you know, of course. So I had to. I had to. I, I'm so glad I brought that up because yes. the, the point of that it was just when you said that I was like, "Ha! Ah, like, yeah, good one. Well, why am I so good, good at writing a joke good like that? to you good stab in the chest for me too yeah a lot of my jokes are just yelling mm. my well i not, not that that's bad some of them I mean, are just some yelling. of the, if all you did was yell you know boner a thousand times on stage on different varying scales yeah, sure that would be horrible and a lot of people would love it but it's like fuck neither of us do but that. I, I do that we got jokes and then i also network you got, <laughs> you oh got a network that kid will never listen to this show yeah uh we end every episode with the guest saying, keep it crispy. Uh, there's no pressure. You you just say it. Keep that shit crispy. Oh, wow. I've never had someone mix it up. Yeah. I really liked it. You know what you did. I tried. A little something. Kind of don't little, want it. Just threw a, little, threw a little season in the pot. That's all. Kind of don't want this, shit, this show to be over. River's homo, man. I know it's offensive. So good, so bad. So bad. This is gonna come with me. Okay. Now leaving nerdist.com.